Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. To talk. So, before the episode started, I realized, I mean, I knew this was episode 52. 52, one year, yeah, right? Like the new 52. That's what we're going to call we, our next season. The new 52. That is great because we do start a new season after this. Yeah. So that, Anyway. That'll be episode 53's title, the new 52. Yep. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. Yep. Um, but what I realized today is that we're recording this on the 14th of November. Okay. So you guys aren't going to hear this for a couple weeks, whatever. Yeah. This is going to come out after um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. But. After Thanksgiving. But um, this is the 365th day of Snarf Talk. Wow. Our very first episode came out November 15th. Today's the 14th, 365 days. Nice. Was there a leap Congratulations. year? Congratulations. It wasn't a leap year. That's the that's 2020. Yep. Oh, really? Is 2020 a leap year? It every, is. Every four years. I'm There's excited. also a secondary congratulations in order, besides congratulating the entire podcast. Real. Yeah. Oh, I'm nice. sorry. I thought Thank we were doing you. golf claps. The secondary congratulations is that Chris finally finished harvest yay he got all of his crops harvested into his bosom yeah he wrapped them (laughs) in like a big bear it's true ate them it is now going to hibernate (laughs) for months yeah no it's a good feeling man it is a good feeling isn't it but you told me the other day that i think it was yesterday that you felt like you didn't have anything done yeah, it's weird. I mean, I don't know if that's like something weird. to do with this year, but like I, I, f- I feel like it should be this big monument to the end of a really, really shitty year. Yeah. But like I just felt like discouraged. Really? At the end of it. Yeah, I don't know why. I know a good therapist you could talk to, and I've got some Xanax. Oh, okay. I'll try that. Okay. <laughs> I feel like all of those things could help you right now. But either way, you wrapping all of the grain and a big warm hug yeah bear hug because you're like a bear yeah i i like that image that's all <laughs> congratulations thank you way to go on getting done thank you feel good no big breakdowns Ow. right like nothing huge besides your stirator that you need to have a man live in the bin yeah nothing too serious <laughs> no broke down the stirator a lot about probably i lost count it about 20 times i'm a farmer and i have stirators yeah that was my first viral video. It was. I didn't produce it. I was just in it. Mm-hmm. It was. Look it up. What's it called? I don't remember. I'm a farmer and I have stirators. Something like that. If you look yeah, Google YouTube. that and you'll find it. Chris is in it, and uh, he's much younger. He's probably got a lot more hair. 
on the top of his head. Yeah, I have less probably on my face face yeah. now than on that video. Oh, really? I don't know. Check hmm. it out. Well, that's all I had for that. We also have uh, another special guest we in the do. house for his second second appearance. Two timer. Oh, we got a two timer over here. Oh, a big two timer. Oh. The last time you were on, I looked it up. It was number episode thirty six. It was our top ten sitcoms. Oh, really? Yeah. You were on that episode. That was a good episode. It was. Really good episode. We got, Check uh, it out. We got Alex here. Today. Hello. Hey, Alex. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for having me. Actually, I kind, oh. of, I kind of invited myself in. So. And, well, Chris texted me and said, hey, Alex is going to join tonight. I was like, perfect. Because this is all the, the other weird thing. So Chris posted a thing today on social media about Thor and Mr. Rogers. And I literally tried all day to try to get that on uh, our social media. And it was failing every time. The apps were collapsing on me. The world came down. I felt like I was drowning. Had to talk to my therapist and eat Xanax. Still didn't fix the problem. And then I couldn't work. But then Chris, I went on an actual physical computer to try to post this thing. And the very first post I saw was the exact same post I was trying to put up that Chris ended up putting up, which is weird. ESP. It is. We're basically a married couple. We know <laughs> what each other are thinking. But before that, I was talking to a man at work, an, a man that I'm not married to. Uh, I just work with him. And he said, uh, he's like, hey, wh- where's that one guy at? I said, what one guy? He's like, well, not dude and not pagoda. He's like, what was the other guy you had on? I said, Tim. He's like, no, not Tim. I said, oh, Alex. He said, yeah, Alex, where's he at? I was like, oh, I'm like I don't know. We need to have him back on. And it was literally like an hour later, Chris texts me, hey, Alex is coming on tonight. It's weird, man. I was like, awesome. Because we were literally just talking about it. Is that serendipity? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I think that's more I, John Cusack was not involved with this at all. John Cusack is involved in everything You've in ever my done. life. Really? Yeah. He's You're, outside right now. Because I box. carry him in my soul. Jerry. <laughs> it's like sweet 16. Yeah. You we, do? Yeah. You carry John Cusack in your soul? Absolutely. Hmm. That's strange. <laughs> Whatever you want to do, Chris. So uh, we had a lot of good discussion before this podcast started. And Chris yelled at me the majority of the time about recording. And what we could have done is record that for Patreon. Yeah. Did you um, forget that we have a very exclusive channel called patreon.com slash snarf comics? You know, I didn't forget, but I'm just not good at recording that stuff. Yeah. I take that back. I'm not good at editing that out of the recording. I take that back. I'm la- I'm too lazy <laughs> to edit that out of the recording to put it into its own thing. Well, just so you know, um, in the future, Jerry will be better at that. And you should head on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash snarfcomics, where you can subscribe for what, Jerry? Oh, man, you could subscribe for as little as $1. $1 a month. We have a $5 level where you get bonus podcasts. So if you like this podcast, you can get more. Um, Yes. $10 level, you get all of that, plus you get T-shirts. Every time we come up with a new T-shirt, we just ship you one. Which we have. Yeah. We have come up with a new t- Yeah, new t- it shirt. is going to the presses soon. 
I actually have an idea for a t-shirt. And it's something that you said on the podcast. It's really funny you brought that up because one of my ideas was to do a listener contest to come up with a t-shirt idea. Oh, that's a good so idea. So you just win it. So just tell us the idea. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so now you win the contest. Uh, congratulations, Alex. Do you guys remember when you guys were talking about vision and glasses? And Jerry, you made the comment that without my glasses, I can't see much. But yes. with them, I can see tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was dying. Yeah, that's what I've always told people, because everybody's always made fun of me about how thick my glasses are. I said, with these suckers, I can see tomorrow. And I think you just put like glasses across the chest, and on the back, that's what it says. I can see tomorrow. That's a long, long quote, though. It's not, though. Well, we got to get our logo on there, too. That put, can be put the goat right my at, shirt. Right at the top of the collar. I like it. I like the goat. We need to do, we need to do a new goat. Yeah, we do. We need a new goat. A nude goat? Yes. <laughs> yes. Completely <laughs> nude. Shorn. Shorn goat, yeah. So I don't know if a lot of people... Have we ever put out our caricature? That's a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, that's that'll, be be. A, that'll be out. So there's a, a caricature. Alex has seen it. I've seen it. Of yeah. us, so we got at Wizard World. That's hot and steamy. It is very hot and steamy. And uh, we're going to put that on our Patreon exclusive thing. So there's like an activity feed. That show we can put like sometimes we'll post exclusive stuff like uh, script pages, drawings. That oh, that's what I need to do. I need to put out another script page for. uh, This is a long way of saying if you like the show and you want to support us, um, just go to Patreon.com/slash/NarvComics. You can pledge as little as a dollar a month, but for five dollars a month or more, you get all kinds of good stuff. So just go on there and don't be a free rider. Right, I'm no longer a free rider. That's right. A dollar a month, you're going to get stickers though. Yeah, we're gonna send you some stickers. And if you want to be a free rider, fine. But here's the deal: five dollars a month. What did we figure out? This is like a half a pack of cigarettes a month. Yeah, this is like two diet cherry Pepsi's a month. I uh, I hand delivered some stickers to a Patreon subscriber uh, not too long ago, and he was ecstatic. They're good stickers. He loved them. He's like, I really love stickers. And I'm going to put these on everything. I'm going to put them on a skateboard. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he has a skateboard, but probably. I should ask him. Hey, Caleb, you got a skateboard? Shut up. Caleb Koss. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? So today is going to be, we're, we've got some news. We've got some what, what we're watching. i got a ton of what I've been watching. Do you? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I've, I've got quite a few. Well, yeah, I've got a few. Um. So news, what you're watching, but the the meat and potatoes of this episode is going to be our top 10 holiday movies. Yes. So, so stick around and we'll get to that. Yeah. We're, we're coming up to the holidays. We're after Thanksgiving. Uh, things are happening. And we Everybody talks give, about Christmas. We want to give you enough time to digest. So you got time. To- we don't have to give anybody time. People were decorating for Thanksgiving before Halloween. Yeah. Thank, or uh, Christmas. for Christmas before Halloween. There was Christmas crap everywhere. I've seen people put up a Christmas tree before Halloween. My neighbors haven't taken their Christmas lights down from last year. Well, that's really? just smart. It is smart. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that's the way to go. Especially when you're out in the country. Who cares? Yeah, that's right. You know, just don't turn them on and nobody notices during the day or night. Nobody notices, but when you live inside of a town, well, here's I. I you have neighbors right next to you. People notice, and they're like, mm, "My neighbors got these Christmas it. lights. They've been on all year, 
But last year during Christmas season was my favorite. They just moved in. They got all these lights out. I Wait, live, is that the is that the Popeyes Popeyes guy? chicken? Okay, yeah. I live a half a mile from town. Yes, like right outside town. And last year, somebody put on this amazing, amazing Facebook page called Amazon. <laughs> they said, "Hey, if you haven't had the time to take the trip outside of town, I suggest heading out west to check out the Christmas lights." At this house. And I said, it's a half a mile outside of town. <laughs> Heading you out west. You can see it from town. Blaze a trail out <laughs> west. Pack a lunch. Because it's, it's a doozy Take of some a ride. cheese and wine. Yeah. Lay out a picnic blanket. Yeah. Oh, a picnic. <laughs> that was hey, a... Boo-boo. That was picnic a, basket. Yeah. What's that guy called? Yogi, Yogi Bear. I couldn't think of it. Not Yogi <laughs> <laughs> He was the catcher for the Yankees. Yeah, he was full of wit and wisdom. Yeah. Wit and wisdom. I read a book by him once. He wrote a book? Yeah, Yogi Bear. Yeah, it was really bad. No, Yogi Bear. Yeah, he did. Yogi Bear probably wrote a book, too. <laughs> yeah, he could have. <laughs> he could have about eating sandwiches. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, rolling there's, right in there. We're going to talk about a little news first. So, um, did you see the new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? I didn't watch it because at first I thought it was fake. No, it's not fake. It's not fake. No, turns out it's real. They, and they redesigned the character. Did you see it, Alex? No. They completely redesigned the character, and which I, they should have. Which I was again, like, I thought the whole thing was overblown and stupid. He had teeth. Yeah, and that drove everyone nuts. I yeah. thought the whole thing was stupid. <laughs> However, I will say this trait, like that first trailer, was awful. Remember how bad it was? Yes, it was set to Gangsta's Paradise, which made no sense whatsoever. And uh, but this trailer really made it like look like a movie that I would like to see. The trailer is infinitely better. Really? Yeah. Outside of just the look of Sonic, the trailer is just a lot better. What are you doing? That there? was weird. How did that come up? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I thought it was interesting, but I, I really think it's cool that, I don't know if it's cool, good or bad that like just a bunch of people bitching on the internet are enough to get a studio yeah. to completely redesign I mean, their movie. All, uh, so I'm a big Redditor. I've, I go on Reddit all the time. The entire community of Reddit was like completely against everything about Sonic the Hedgehog. And it was like a huge revolt. Yeah. And yeah, they those people got it changed and they decided to make a new one. And I think, and and if you think about it, if that many people are going to complain about a movie, that many people will watch it if it's fixed. Right. Well, that's true. Mm. Oh yes, they will. If you're going to take the time to, to complain that much about a character that you probably still watched. I guarantee you all of those people watched the original movie just to see how bad it was to complain about it again. Once you fix it and you put out a trailer that's decent, that shows like a, a, a decent Sonic the Hedgehog, they're going to watch it. Not only was the character looking better, like the trailer was better. It made it seem like a real movie. That first trailer made it seem like some weird, like low budget thing. But then you're like, wait a second, Jim Carrey's in it? Yeah. And He's like in the new James one too, Marston. right? Yeah. Like the is this like a sequel? No. Or it's a completely separate movie. 
The first one never happened. They never made They threw it in the garbage. Oh, it never came out? No. It's the same movie. They just changed Sonic. Oh, I did not know that. I thought the first one came (laughs) out. No, that's why I didn't know what sequels are you talking about. Oh, I thought. First ones. Oh, that's. I thought it came out. Mm -mm. I completely thought it came out. So here's what happened, Jerry. They had a trailer. No, yeah. Everybody bitched about what Sonic looked like. So they redid Sonic and, and I released remember, a new trailer. So I remember talking about it on the podcast, but I had just assumed by this time the movie came out already. No, they pushed. It was supposed to come out in November, and they pushed it to February, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. But okay, anyway, this, now I understand. this trailer made it seem like a lot more bigger budget. Like It looked like a cool movie. I'll definitely watch it. Well, it's definitely bigger budget because they completely redid Sonic. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't even imagine how much that cost. Well, I don't think CGI is cheap. No, especially like on a supersonic speed character. <laughs> True. I mean, they just have hedgehogs slow motion and then they fast forward. It was the first one was weird though. You never really knew what was going on. It honestly felt like like a weird, low budget movie. And it this, was strange. This seems like a funny, fun movie. Uh, I'm I'm gonna see it. That anyway. first trailer, if there wasn't any famous people in it. I would have just assumed it was somebody that had way too much free time. Yeah, like a YouTube thing. Developed their own Sonic the Hedgehog CGI character and then made a trailer. Yeah. If it didn't have Jim Carrey and James Marston, is that the guy's name? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, looks cool. They do a scene, they do a bit where Sonic is playing baseball with himself, but he's playing all the positions. Oh, really? (laughs) It's kind of funny. That's funny. So hedgehogs aren't fast. <coughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Sonic oh, yeah, is. My not. niece has a hedgehog. Do you think it's fast? Um, I don't know. I've never seen it. Where, in real where life. did that come from? Where did that trope come from of Sonic? I don't think it's a trope because well, to be a, like trope, a trope, it has to be like a thing that happens all the time. I mean, it's happened all the time for Sonic, right? And he's a hedgehog. I mean, it happened one time. Multiple times. He got struck by lightning during during a particle accelerator explosion. Just like the Flash. Is that true? Because I believe you. Because I believe you. I, don't like, think it's I feel true. like that's true. Well, we oh, can say it is. In the, in the uh, trailer, though, he reads. He's There's like a stack of thousands of Flash comic books, and he reads all of them like super fast. Sonic does. Makes sense. It looks good. Okay. Uh, moving on, uh, I know this kind of bleeds into what we're watching, but um, big news, and I think we can just do it in this section. Something big happened, and I wish we weren't lagging so behind in our episodes. Yeah, because people are going to be like, "Why haven't you talked about this yet?" But yeah. uh, Disney Plus, Disney came Plus, out. it came out yesterday, two mm-hmm. days ago, like Tuesday, two days ago, two days ago. And did you guys, you guys all subscribed? I yes, think it, right? correct. Yeah. So, first impressions. Really? Yeah. My first impression was that Mandalorian is just out of this world. And We're going to talk about that specifically next. But right. And uh, I'm just talking like the app in general and all the content on there. Well, so I've had an issue with it lagging a lot. And there was an actual like national news article that came out about how Disney wasn't prepared for how many people... Well, nobody ever is. Yeah, it, are, it happens. Are coming into it. So, it happens for everything. everything. Yeah, absolutely. So the the last couple of days, mine has been lagging a lot. 
and I know it wasn't the internet. It was mine hasn't really. Just the app in general has had a, a really times, hard time yeah. loading things. It'll buffer like once yeah. or twice a show. It, no, mine was just the app in general was having oh. a hard time loading, and it would tell me that it would come up first, and it would say, uh, "This page is not available at this moment." Oh no! And I'd have I, to I go. I could go to like movies or series. And it would load those, but my, like my homepage, it would not load. Oh. And uh, I didn't have that problem. It took a little bit. Probably because I'm a Disney stockholder. Maybe. And they probably searched that. Yeah. They figured can, that out. Yeah. Give me specific. Well, no, you check the box when you sign up. No, you don't. Are you a Disney stockholder? No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I did buy stock about a month before this launch because I knew it was going to blow up. It's gone up a lot. Has it really? Yeah, it's gone up quite a bit. Are you selling? No. Sell, sell, sell. No, they got 20 million subscribers the first day. It can't go up any higher than no, what 10 it is million, now. 10 million. 10 million subscribers and 3 million app downloads. So like mobile device and downloads. I think the 10 million was specifically paid subscribers. Yeah. They weren't counting people like you. A lot of people like if you have Verizon, you get a free year. People like me, Chris? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Is that I a found short that, that out about 15 minutes too late. <laughs> I still think if you sign up, it'll it'll tack it on the end. That's what I've read. Sign up for what? Oh, if, you're saying like the Verizon thing? Yeah. Yeah. I think you could do it. Well, I did the bundle. I need to do that because I, I am paying for Hulu, but I had already prepaid for my Disney Plus for like three years. So, <clears throat> Right. But I just wanted to see because I've never used Hulu. I wanted to see what that was all about. Oh, you've never done Hulu? No, but I've never I'm really, been on a Hulu ride. Huh? Really debating on getting rid of my cable. Direct. Oh, yes, <laughs> get rid of it. There's no reason to have. it. I well, was so scared about getting rid of. Just put. Let's get an antenna. Like any dish whatsoever. But once I did, and it was because I moved. That's the only reason why I did. Once I moved and didn't have dish anymore. Um. I realize like it's completely useless. I don't need it in the slightest besides different sporting events. But now like I'll just ESPN to, Plus. I'll just go to a bar. Right. Well, I'm working the big thing with anyway. Amazon now, though, is Amazon has like uh, Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. They You can get that live on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Um, and then Hulu will have ESPN on it at certain times. You can get ESPN uh, Monday night football because all Monday night football is on ESPN. So you could get that on Hulu. Well, now if you get the bundle anyway, it comes well, with ESPN. Right. Plus, but now so. if you get the bundle, yes, you you will have all that. Yeah. I'm just saying like at first, that's but what I was nervous just about. Just get an Verizon. antenna. Huh? You have Verizon. Yes. You get Thursday night, two local games on Sundays and. I do? Monday night. Yeah. On my phone? Yeah. But then I don't get it on my TV. Just cast do you it have to your a TV, ca- castable TV? Oh, I could do that. You're right. Yeah, because that's my plan. There's just so many options. Di- Here's the deal. Direct completely annoyed me. And Jerry's got one. It's called the Amazon Recast. Mm-hmm. And it's an over-the-air antenna DVR. Really? Plus Fire Stick in one. Yep. Well, no. You well, have to buy the Fire Stick. Whatever. But it, it's... I have those. It'll record your antenna, like... CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox. It'll record it. It stores it. It's got a hard drive. Yeah. So all it's I've got the uh, the two terabyte, and you just plug in your coax cable from your antenna right directly to the box, and then it connects itself Wi-Fi to your uh, Fire Stick. Yeah, any Fire record. Stick you have in your house on any TV, you can access that. And with a nice. two terabyte hard drive, 
or is it four terabyte? I think I got the four. They have a four and a two. I think I got the four because I got it on Amazon Prime Day and had a $100 discount because I was an Amazon Prime member. Um, so I got the bigger one. And I can record like 540 hours of HD movie on there. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. 540 hours of movies. Right. It's unbelievable. Like, so I've... You'd fill it up. You can fill it up quick, though. You yeah. could, I guess, if <laughs> yeah, but you my tried. My DirecTV but... one is always full. But <coughs> it's only like 200 gigabytes. I mean, it's nothing. Right. Anyway, yeah, four Disney terabytes Plus. is a lot. Yeah, Disney Plus came out. So my original, like, after looking at everything that's on there, because I spent the day, because I, I was at work, I couldn't watch anything, but I spent part of the day after I got it looking through the catalog of stuff. And uh, it's significant, man, man. There's a lot on there. It blew me away. And it's, I feel like our generation is the perfect people to have yeah. this app. It's a lot of 90s stuff. Oh, yeah. It's what it's, I grew up with. I, that, literally, the wife and I, we, I just started on the PlayStation. I'm like, all right, let's see if this Disney Channel movie's on there. Oh, yeah. And I just kept going. Just all, all the made for TV Disney Channel movies. I'm like, it's unbelievable. This is all the my childhood. Content I mean, that's the ones on there that from jumped our up, childhood. I, I, we started with the kids. We were watching X Men a little bit. That was great. I forgot how good that is. Too. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes, and I'm like, "This was a kid show." The we, first night, it's yeah, like so emotionally, you know, well, advanced. That's why we're tough people, Chris. <laughs> um, what jumped out at me? Gargoyles is on there. Yeah, um, Gargoyles is on. Which there. is great. Um, Darkwing Duck. We started watching Darkwing Duck. I watched so. I haven't watched any of it Six o'clock in the morning, the kids come in. The morning it came out, and they came in the room, woke us up, and I'm like, hey, Disney Plus is on. So I downloaded it, and we started watching Darkwing Duck, watched the first episode of that. That was a rough ride. Really? Yeah. But I think it gets better. It's the pilot episode. I've been really excited about it, because I haven't seen it in years and years and years. And that's all I've wanted to watch, and I still haven't watched it yet. That was on there. Um, a lot of great older movies, like Swiss Family Robinson is yeah. one that jumped out at me. Apple Dumpling Gang. Apple Dumpling Gang, yeah, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah. A lot of great... I grew up on those movies. My mom had all of those old mm-hmm. movies. Um, that was cool. Other than that, like all the old Disney movies are on there. I mean, The Great Mouse Detective is on there. It's yeah. one of my favorites. Not um, every movie, but it's amazing because the um, for stuff you just see on that first screen is got to be a one one hundredth of the actual amount on there. Because if you go watch a show and it gives you recommendations, they're completely other shows that you don't see on the main screen. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. The stuff you see on the main screen is nothing compared to what's actually Oh, yeah. Actually I've there. just... I've went on movies and series A to Z. Oh, wow. You really got after it. I went through all of them. Wow. Everything. So you didn't have time to Looking watch through. anything, but you had time to just go through... Correct. I can't like, physically watch a show, but... Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you probably could have watched the show. No, I can't because people would hear it. Headphones. So <laughs> I can't wear headphones. <laughs> I got too many people to point at. <laughs> um, I did check out the Marvel section. Um, there isn't a ton of movies, but there's a lot of cartoons I I haven't seen. Tons like, of like Spider Man stuff. Oh yeah, there was. There was like, there's like five different Spider-Man shows on there. Yeah, and I've only really ever watched the original. 
and then some of which one's the original? Because I I was never well, aware. I'm of not which talking one. about the one from like the 70s, which no, is no, on no, there. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm not. That's on there though. Um, and Spider Woman, which is an old one too. Yep. Um, I'm talking about the 90s one, which is on there. What's that called? Um, because the there's like Spider-Man. ultimate the Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. There's Ultimate Spider-Man. There's Amazing Spider-Man. Amazing then, Spider-Man, I think, is the one from the 90s. Then there's Spider-Man Unlimited, which was late 90s. Um, I've never seen that one. Um, Ultimate Spider-Man, I've seen some of that. Yeah. I've seen a lot, some of all of them. But There's there's a bunch of Spider-Man stuff that I've never seen. I, I never watched any of that when I was a I kid. I had forgot about the Silver Surfer cartoon. I didn't even know um, that. From the 90s. And then there was the Fantastic Four from the 90s. I remember yes, that. I, I remember that. I'm excited to watch some of that. And like the Star Wars section too, um, not a ton, obviously, because there's not a ton of Star Wars stuff. But had all the movies, except for Solo. I don't think that was no. There. Yeah, it's, it's on there. there. Oh, is it on there? It's on there. And uh, then they got Rebels and Clone Wars and the new one, Resistance. Resistance. On there. So which one of those was I supposed to watch? Rebels. Rebels and Clone Wars, which they're both awesome. Oh really? They're so both which incredible? Which one should I watch first? Well, uh, Clone Wars is better. But Rebels is great, and the ending is unbelievable. Of you should Rebel. probably re- watch Rebels because I think they're going to start tying Rebels. It was a very popular show in with a lot of the um, Star Wars universe. Okay, because you've watched all of that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Twice, I think. It's really good. Twice? You've watched it it's twice? It's not that many. There's only like four seasons, or five seasons. Okay. Um, hmm. But, yeah, they're big release, obviously. And I was hoping there would be more original stuff released right away um, yeah there isn't too there much there isn't a ton there's Their that. big one is obviously the mandalorian which yeah. there's um so if you're listening to this i know it's december but the first episode just came out tuesday there's a new one that comes out tomorrow or yeah or recording on a thursday yep. so let's talk about the mandalorian and spoilers it's going to be spoiler ridden but not terrible terribly spoiler terribly spoiler ridden. but if, a month later. a month later yeah so i'm not too worried about it um but if you haven't watched the mandalorian yet i guess you can skip this part uh, correct what what did you think about it alex so i had no knowledge of what it was going to be about i actually forgot it was going to be a, a show i thought it was a movie so like when I sat down on the couch and watched it, I think I watched it Wednesday and like, I was like, all right, I'm buckling in for two hours. And then I'm like, that was short. There, there's like 38 minutes. Yeah, yeah. What What is going on? But like, I had no knowledge of what it was about. I knew it was a bounty hunter, but other than that, I didn't wait, know. Wait a minute. How familiar are you with star Wars lore? Like the Star Wars universe. I've seen all the movies, the but, the, the non-animated movies. Okay. But that's as deep as you go. But you just weren't you just weren't aware of like Boba Fett and where he came from. So is world. this Boba Fett? Or no, is, no, it's not. But no. Boba Fett was a Mandalorian. He was from Mandalore. Yeah, the planet Mandalore. Yeah, is known for having a very tough uh, native. I don't know. I guess if you'd call them human species. Yeah, they're a type of species. They're a different they're person. Humans, they're they're I guess. Mandalorians. They're Mandalorians, they're, but okay. they're they're very tough. They're tribal. Yep. Um, and there's actually warring tribes on Mandalore. Anyway, it, it gets taken over by the Empire at some point. And the gotcha. Mandalorians kind of are scattered across the universe. But they're known as like the deadliest and the strongest warriors. They actually put up the biggest 
or they put up a huge resistance against the empire. Um, but they were actually basically stabbed in the back from their tribal infighting. They talk about a lot of it in Rebels because one of the characters in Rebels, the main characters, is Mandalorian. Okay, but isn't that why uh, Sabine Wren? Isn't that why a lot of them went to do bounty hunter stuff because they're really tough. They could handle themselves, and instead of working with others, they just decided to go out on their own. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And in if you go back to the Star Wars movies, specifically Attack of the Clones, um, Jango Fett, who's Boba yeah. Fett's father, which is actually uh, Boba Fett is a clone of Jango Fett. Yeah, oh. Boba Fett's a clone, yeah. Um, right. But they actually base the entire clone army. They're all clones of Jango Fett. So they're all technically Mandalorians. So, yeah, how, how every... Does... How does that work too? Because like one of the first things that they talk about is how a Mandalorian isn't supposed to take off his helmet. How do they clone a guy if he's not supposed to take off his helmet? Well, they do. They do in the movies. So I don't know where that came from exactly. They, yeah. I think they, it's just one of those things. That, I mean, he's obviously going to take off his helmet. Right. Like people show. mostly don't, you don't see You don't them. get a Pedro. Is it Pedro Pascal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't get a super expensive popular actor and not make him take off his helmet. And not let him take his helmet off. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, the thing that jumped out at me was it's just like, um, I, first of all, it was it was beautiful. I mean, it was cinematography wise, yeah, it's really it good. was really good looking, um, and the practical effects I really liked. Mm-hmm. So the actual non CGI alien characters, it felt very much like the original Star Wars series and a lot of those characters, absolutely big time. The all of the effects, everything that they were doing in that first episode felt like like a, a new hope and return of the jedi like combined it's a fist miss it's a fist miss fist here miss. at talk. um <laughs> but it did it did i mean i think the the coolest thing for me was this was like an old but school clint eastwood like spaghetti it, western and and you said it in a text message that the night that i was watching it but um it was it felt a lot like firefly it reminded it, me a it, lot like Firefly. That was another thing I forgot. Yeah. That was the first initial vibe that I felt throughout the whole thing. I'm like, did Joss Whedon do this? Yeah. Because this feels exactly like Firefly. If you if you have never seen Firefly, look it up, find it, do whatever you got to do to watch that show. Yeah. And then go back and watch Mandalorian and you're going to realize like it is a space Western that is and set they're up both, the exact I same mean, way. <clears throat> both of them are borrowing from the western genre that's why they feel similar oh yeah absolutely it's it's set up the same way but um i mean this one it's obviously this one more more on the nose i mean it's a straight up old school western set in the star wars universe they do the showdown at high noon and the main yeah they do everything so i saw a uh thing there i follow a star wars um group on facebook and they had uh, a post, and it said, "What was your favorite quote from the new Mandalorian uh, episode?" And every single person, almost everybody, put, "I have spoken." Oh, I have so spoken. the one guy that was riding on the mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know what those things were called. I don't remember, but every time he'd talk, he'd talk and talk and talk, and then he'd say, "I have spoken." Yeah, I thought that was it kind was, of annoying. Actually. It was weird, but. <laughs> Every per every single person put that on there. Like that's the new thing. I oh, have spoken. My favorite was the uh, that's Nick the shootout Nolte at the end. Oh really? Nick Nolte the shootout too. at the end and the interaction between him and the droid. Yeah. Yes. That was the best part of it for me. 
He I had agree. Some good, he had some good lines in there, too. I thought it was funny that the droid responded to him. Like, they're obviously in the guild together. Uh, like the, you know, the bounty hunter guild, five oh the 501st or 501st something guild. I don't know. Right? Um, and he... Are you thinking of the 501st Legion? I was. That's but like the stormtrooper. Like he the says, he says, I'm in the guild. Like there's a bounty hunter guild right. that they're both in. And as soon as he said that, then the droid like responded to him. But I think it's weird that a droid would respond to him when they're both separate bounty hunters trying to collect on a bounty. Like, why did he, why would a droid want to work together with him when he's programmed to only get this one person? Well, maybe he's programmed not to kill other bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah that's that's the only explanation for it, but I, don't I just know. I thought, thought that, that part was, was cool. That, but it how is, they did that, I mean, I can't imagine how much they spent on that scene. But yeah. All the money, $15 million on one thirty-eight minute episode. Unbelievable. I somebody, thought it was going to be at least 50 minutes. Well, and but they're releasing a new one two days later. Right. Um, of all the good, I mean, for, well, I'll get in that part later, but the most striking thing to me that I really liked was, well, first of all, I thought the part was cool about them smelting the armor. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. clearly like the specific Mandalorian armor. Right. Which is like a big deal, Mandalorian yes, armor. Yes, it is. Um, but my favorite part was the music. I thought the music was incredible and it was like perfect the fit and it was different it wasn't like normal star wars music. it was western music it was, yeah. mu- it was music it was. from a clint eastwood movie and i thought that was just super cool how they did that the whole thing the way it's shot the way it's put together I, the, the biggest for me is that i wanted it to feel like old star wars like an old star wars thing yeah i didn't want it to be you know like I have nothing against the new movies whatsoever. The new movies don't don't necessarily feel like what it was to be like on Dagobah with Luke or in Tatooine with with Luke and to see the same people in the cantina, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the new movies don't necessarily feel that way. This absolutely does. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And this this one episode that we've seen so far has absolutely felt like the original Star Wars movies. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, I don't see how it could go any worse. Like, I don't, it can't get bad. No, I don't think so. No. And the ending of this, I literally sat forward in my chair. Yeah. Mind blowing. I sat forward in my chair and I was like, are you joking me? Like, what can you possibly... I don't, necess- I don't necessarily want to spoil and that. I think that, honestly, the, they tell you the shows about him being a bounty hunter, but like that's over now. Right. What, what, what obviously, the show is going to take a whole different direction because he's taking that baby. We're going to... Oh, into, yeah, he's taking that baby. Leon and the professional. Hey, Things did are you? getting weird. <laughs> that could be cool. <laughs> that's a good move. So I wonder if they'll continue the whole Western theme, or maybe that was just like maybe every episode. No, I think it'll did still they be... they steal our idea? For Jetpack Samurai? Maybe. For every issue is going to be a completely different, different theme? They could have. Those Star Wars assholes. Copyright Snarf Talk, idea. and now we can sue them. Yeah. We copyrighted it. So, Did it seem like, I obviously I know Steven Spielberg has nothing to do with this, but it's did it seem to you at the end a little E.T.-ish when he stuck just, his finger out like this? Yeah, I mean, I And guess. the other finger came up like Coincidentally, this? Coincidentally, yeah. And they, I mean... 
Is that coincidence or is that like... Yeah, I think it's coincidence. I don't. I don't either. I think like we're going to make fun I, of... I, I don't even think it's make fun of. I think it's just try to find some sort of iconic... Image? image it's a very iconic you... looking image. How yeah. It is. And then at the end of the episode, all of the art that came up oh, is just amazing. I watched through the entire credits just to see the artwork. So did I. And that's when I was, that's when I was texting you. I was like... We gotta, we gotta have that type of art. So if we got a, we got a baby, whatever the species of Yoda is. I don't know what the species is. Nobody knows. I don't think. So I got a question. Yes. Where in the universe does this take place? Is this? Oh, okay. It's post post Jedi. Post Return of the Jedi. So is all we know. But that's is it post Force Awakens? We don't know. During the same time. I don't think we know any of that. I don't think so. I'm guessing it's before Force Awakens, I think but after Return of the Jedi is yeah. my guess. I think it's in between that gap. I think it spans that gap. I think That's, it's, I mean, if it's right after the Empire crumbles, which it is. Mm-hmm. So Darth Vader just died, right? This yes. is an interesting thing. They say the... Ba- spoilers, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we said spoilers. They said the baby's 50 years old, right? Yes. Baby Yoda. And I guess according to somebody I read on the internet... Darth Vader would have been 50 years old at that point. So Anakin Skywalker would have been 50. I thought that was interesting. So Anakin Skywalker would have been 50 years old yeah. when he died. But born at the same time as that baby. Right. I don't know if that means anything, but I thought it was interesting. So Yoda was out, like, getting some, well, you know. I mean, up in the. There's another of Yoda's species. Um,. In one of the pre- prequels, Yaddle, right? On the Jedi Council. There's another female. There is. There's yeah, a female. you're right. There's a female. Oh, so he was up in Yaddle. I think he was Yaddling. <laughs> you know, he was getting that Yaddle. Yoda was getting Yaddle. Yoda was Sex getting that Yaddle. Will. I think it was Yaddle, but I don't remember the name exactly. <laughs> Yaddle. Mm. <laughs> Give me that Yaddle. <laughs> Things are getting weird. <laughs> That's a good one. That's all I've waited for. Um, so yeah, Yoda and Yaddle, they they banged. They it were up. banging. They banged it up. It's all over that Yaddle booty. Or maybe it takes place fifty years after Yoda dies. Yeah, we have no idea. We don't and it's know. Yoda reincarnate. Uh, what about uh? uh <sighs> I hope but, so. But see, you know, stormtroopers are still there. I can't be that far after. I've been a fan of Yoda my entire life. Yeah. Um, it was actually this was really good because I. I had said something about how I liked that baby so much in a text message between you, me, and dude. And I was like, I don't remember what I said. I said something about it looking like me. I was like, <laughs> I think I, I was like, I think I like it because it looks so much like me. And then dude immediately responded and said, you don't look that good. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, you never, you're not that or cute. You're not that cute. Yeah, you're not that cute. I thought that was so, like he already had so it queued up. I think he was, he was texting like, it for some other ready. reason. He was like ready for it. He's like, you you weren't that cute. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, Werner Herzog. He was good. Werner Herzog. Which who was that? He's like that guy that gave him the bounty. Oh yeah, like the old mm-hmm. the old guy. Yeah, he's gonna have more part to play. I'm guessing. You think so? I think the ne- the rest of the show is gonna be like him on the run with this baby. I think that guy's it's gonna, gonna be, have to be. He's gonna be the big bad at least this season. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, I'm definitely in. Uh, it was. 
I told you, I texted you that night. I said, it's everything I never thought I needed. Yes. What did I say exactly? I'd have to look it up, but we're filming with my phone, so <laughs> I can't do that. Um, it's, it's, every, it's it's something I never thought I needed, but it, but it's everything, everything I, I wanted. wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's the way it is. I mean, it's... I also checked out the new um, Jeff Goldblum everything. Jeff Goldblum so are we just doing what everything. we're watching then? Or? I don't know, man. We're talking about Disney Plus. Well, don't okay. try and box me in. Well, I mean, we have a specific. Don't box me, Jerry. Way about the show, and you're ruining it. Okay, fine. But whatever you want to do, freestyle Chris, episode. I, I, I was talking about Disney Plus. The other show I watched on Disney Plus was like the life. What is it? Life according to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, something like that. It was odd. He's an odd dude. I was entertained. But the first episode's all about sneakers, and I'm just not something that's that interesting. <laughs> I don't to me. like, yeah. But it was good. I, he's so, so weird, but also like, you kind of expect him to be just like weird for the sake of being weird, mm-hmm. like he's doing it on purpose. But then there's little moments where he's like, not, like you can tell that it's is like it, legitimate, like he's not doing it on purpose. So is this a, is this like a? It's like, like a, a reality show. No, no it's like a documentary series where. Is he, it just following him around? No, 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 no. He like he picks a topic like this topic was sneakers, and he like investigates all about the history of sneakers and the cultural impact of sneakers. And really, it was good. I liked it. He's funny. So, you mean, liked it. Uh, Tell I, me the truth. I. It was okay. Okay. If it wasn't about sneakers and about something that I was interested in. You know, I might be more inclined to suggest it. Oh, that's the other thing I was going to mention about The Mandalorian. Every single person on the internet loved it, raved about it. Critics loved it. Yes. Fans loved it. I except for want one, to talk about this. Except for one person. My arch nemesis. <laughs> Mark Bernardin. Mark Bernardin. Blowed, blowing up Twitter about how awful it was. What is his problem? Um, I don't know, man. Do you think? He kept saying he wanted, he said, as a storyteller, I needed more. And he kept saying, also, they spent $15 million on a 38-minute episode, and Lost spent $10 million on a two-hour premiere. Yes. And Lost was so much better. I'm like, what, what does that have to do with anything? That doesn't have anything to do it with it. It has anything. nothing to First do with it. First of all, Lost was 15, 20 years ago. Right. The premiere. I mean, it's just so irrelevant. It, it doesn't make any sense. And he was complaining about things. All about story, like the way the story was being told. Like he didn't understand it was clearly like meant to be a West. Yes. Spaghetti. He didn't get the fact that it was supposed to be Western and he didn't get the fact. I think he got it. It's just he's like he he wanted more story being told at the time. I don't understand what more you could be telling about this like See, I, feel I like, like the, way the they, fact that it wasn't an overarching story told but they did throw in little things like the armor and like right but the reason they do that is because mandalorians are so somewhat like secretive like nobody really knows about like nobody's investigated mandalorians in in the general public as of us right now you know what i mean there are some people that have read books about it but overall the only like interaction you've had with Mandalorians have been with Jango Fett in in uh, Attack of the Clones and seeing him being cloned, and Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi and everything. And before Rebels. That. If if people have watched Rebels, 
you know? Because they talk about, that's like a lot of what that show's about. But the the major base of Star Wars fans, I guarantee you, have not seen Rebels. No, probably not. And so a lot of people are coming into this with like kind of a shaded view of what a Mandalorian is. And I feel like that's what they're portraying. Like Marley thought the Mandalorians were the little, the aliens that they were riding. She oh, said that to okay. me afterwards. She's like, so the Mandalorian were those things they were riding around? And I just looked there. I'm like, you mean the things they rode around for two minutes in the episode? <laughs> you think they named the entire show after? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. Isn't that what they're called? I'm like, I can't. Just, I can't be around yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know what I would say to that. If Amy, if Amy said that to me, I would have. I don't know what. Like they get were out. In it she would have immediately got mad. I know that. So, Marley, it took her two tries. She fell asleep the first time, so I watched it twice. Oh my gosh! It took her two tries. Yeah, she fell asleep the first time, so she went back and watched it again the next night. So I watched it both times. Right, and it was even better the second time. It's so good. I, I like how they've kept it kind of at arm's length right now of what yeah of who he is of what's going on you don't you don't see him you don't know anything about him yet besides the, that he's a man the one thing I will say is that like the beginning of that show he they make him out to be very stoic but then towards the end he almost comes off as immature so I thought that was a little odd how so. Well, he just comes immature. off as young, I should say, not immature, but like um, non-seasoned, non-experienced. Like in the beginning, he he seems like this, like so. You're saying like Boba Fett type character, yeah, but in the end, but he seems like a beginner. Tor- what, during the fight, like during the fight, just thing? in how he interacts, like his how he's talking and everything like that. Okay, so that's fine. It's yeah, a mi- yeah, very minor thing. I just yep. don't think he likes socializing. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? He could be. He seems like he's been alone. But again, it's one episode, which is what I don't understand. How can you ask for more story when it's clearly, it's not a movie. It's meant to be that. It's a story that's going to play out for six episodes, eight episodes, 10, 12, 20, however long it's going to be. We know that yet. I mean, that's the whole point of a show is to carry on episode and episode right I, it's weird and especially since they're releasing the second episode three days later right so obviously i'm guessing they had a pilot that they split it in half it was too long probably um i did love the cameo at the beginning from what's the guy uh he's a com- com- uh, comic brian posein yeah brian posein writer of deadpool, uh, deadpool yes. by the way um or previous writer of deadpool uh, Brian Posehn's. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. If anybody he, deserves to be in, he posted a, he does, a, he's a, a thing on his Instagram. He took a selfie of himself watching the Mandalorian with him on the screen, and <laughs> and he's got a pretty good part. I mean, and, yeah, and he just commented on it. He's like the biggest Star Wars nerd is canon in Star Wars now. Yeah, who he, who played the blue alien guy at the beginning? Because I know that had to be somebody. It. I meant to look that up, and I, I never did. I he honestly, sounded very familiar to me. I wondered if it was Patton Oswald. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. I couldn't tell. But if I guarantee he'll be in this show. <coughs> yeah, I know Bill Burr's in it. We talked about that. Yeah, Bill Burr's in it, but that guy uh, is frozen in carbonite now. Carl Weathers, he's in it. Yep. Yeah, he was right off the bat. Yeah. So the one thing that I want to 
ask you guys your opinion about Mark Bernard. Do you think maybe like he's just developed the shtick that he wants to purposely piss off the internet? Yes. I don't I know. Don't... I think it's just like he he's like that for everything. I think he's just like one of those nerdy it, types that's like, like the comic book man from Simpsons. No, 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 that's no. That's him, no. man. No, no, no. Go back, go back to when Mark Bernardin first came onto the podcast when it was Fat Man on Batman, and they were doing, uh, they were watching movies, right? So they were doing commentary on Batman movies as they watched them. And you could sync up your movie with them. They would tell you when they're going to start it and where they're starting it at and whatever. And if you go back and listen to him talk about those movies, it is nothing like you would hear him talk about it now. He is so much more cynical and critical of all of that stuff compared to what he was then. Maybe it's because he wanted to get on a show. You know what I mean? Maybe it's because he felt like he needed to agree with Kevin more so, like reviewing these movies in order to be involved with it. And now that he's like solidified going to be on the show, he can be his true self and say like, no, this is dog shit. Yeah. Or I, I don't know. It's just crazy though. It's clearly not like he's, nobody thinks that. Nobody, nobody thinks that. And the, the problem is, is I just have a huge problem with him saying I'm a storyteller and this is not telling a story well enough. What? It's one episode that has been again, 38 minutes. I agree. That's too short. But like in what you're saying is that we're going to get another one on Friday. Yeah. And if it was another week, I didn't, first of all, I didn't even notice it was 38. I didn't either. I didn't either, but I thought it was 50 minutes. I thought it was too. And it didn't feel short. I mean, it felt complete to me. I, I, yeah, it was a complete story. I didn't, Left, feel shorted in the slightest. Left it on a great cliffhanger. Yeah, like, there's. You're the one who told me it was 38 minutes, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I don't I have a, like, like a lot to bitch about other than the the period when he goes to get the bounty originally, up until uh, I guess that whole thing where he gets the bounty. He goes and, and gets the money for his bounty. He gets the next bounty. He meets Werner Herzog, which I thought that was a cool scene. And then goes to the smelting thing, which I thought was a cool scene as well. But that whole period of time felt a, like a little long. Yeah, it was a little drawn out. It was a little drawn out. However, they introduced what could be a main villain mm-hmm. and the concept of the armor. Mm-hmm. So, and how important that is. You to have to do that. Yes. You have I'm, to. I'm sorry. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, this is where we get back to. Um, I've said before the one show that. Uh, handles exposition better than any show I've ever seen. is isn't even my favorite show, but it is Stranger Things because you never know when they're handing you exposition. It never right. feels like... No. There's never a period of that time where you feel like something is being spoon-fed to you and you're kind of rolling your eyes waiting for the... It just doesn't happen in that show. Most shows do. And that had a little bit of that too. Oh, well. So does every show. Right. I mean, you got to give exposition somehow. But by the way, Blue Alien, Horatio Sands... It was? Uh, yeah. Now I need to go rewatch it again. Yeah. SNL character. I know he's lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Wow. He was good. I loved him in SNL. Yeah. I liked him. I mean, I thought he was getting that. So, uh, moving on. Yeah, we need to. So, Disney Plus happened. We love The Mandalorian, uh, all of us so far. The new episode comes out tomorrow, and we will have more 
critiques on that uh, later. So a little bit of news. Real quick, because we got to get into our top ten hot yeah. movies. Um, and what you're watching. Because yeah. I didn't get to do it last time. Yeah, That's fine. I got a bunch of that, too. Just re- real quick with the news. I, I have one big thing that I wanted to talk about, and it is... We should just skip the news. It's based no, around we'll just, uh, we should just, Batman. We can nope. just skip it. We can just rapid fire through. So the, Matt, I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Matt Reeves is making a Batman movie. We've yeah. talked about it a lot. Robert Pattinson is is Batman, right? Mm-hmm. So we know Robert Pattinson is Batman. We know the Riddler, right? We know Jeffrey Wright is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Oh yeah, he was Love on that. Westworld. Oh. Uh, Seems really awesome. Riddler's that one dude from like those teen movies. No, so the, yeah, the guy with the nose. No, Paul Dano. Yeah, Paul Dano. He was not in teen movies. Yes, he was. Yes, Paul Dano. He was in like those movies when we were kids. Okay. When we were teens. My biggest thing that I remember him from was is uh, There Will Be Blood. He always has a facial expression. If, you, if you're if you listening to this on audio, check out the video. He's always like... I know what you're talking about now. Yes. Yeah, dude. Paul but, Dano. But look... Check him out, and there will be blood, and you'll think of him completely different. I need to because I can only think of him going. So yeah, Paul Dano is is cast as they have it as Edward Nashton. Mm, okay, the Riddler. They changed his name. That's unnecessary. Yeah, I thought so too, but he's going to be the Riddler, and then uh, Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Selena Kyle. Yeah, we've said that. And then the other two biggest ones that just recently came out, mm-hmm. Colin Farrell is going to be Oswald Cobblepot. I'm in. The I Penguin. like it a lot. I'm in. You don't, you don't I, like that, huh? I love Colin Farrell Alex? in almost anything. He's I such do a too. good actor. Colin Farrell. Tigerland. Oh, my God. That surprises amazing. me every single time he's in a movie. I, I never enjoy the fact of like he's the best part in the Daredevil movie, even though he goes, My peanuts. No, he's not that good. He's not <laughs> I that just good. can't. You remember that when he shoots the peanuts? Yes, I mean, but he's, he's not a good bullseye. He's Irish, though, isn't he? What's that? Yeah, he's Irish. Yeah, he is. But I, I don't know. The whole I liked, um, he's getting fantastic beasts. Robin Lord Taylor's character. Paul Dano was in Swiss Army Man. He was, yeah. But I, I don't know. I th- I'm I'm pretty excited Robin about Lord him. Robin Lord Taylor. Oh yeah, I loved him as a penguin too. But they they played that all off as like Russian descent. Not but we Irish don't we don't know what the takes going to be for. Penguin yeah, it's always been played as Eastern European, even in uh, Batman Returns. Right, they were kind of Eastern European. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, whatever. He's not gonna have. Probably not gonna have an Irish accent. I mean, but they, I'll, there's I'll, more I'll casting too. There was so there's an there the other guy that they have just cast that really makes me excited. I really like this casting. It's Andy Circus. Oh yeah, I love as that. Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah. Ooh, so that, Andy Circus like is going to be Alfred, and that blows me away. I feel like what makes me excited is that I feel like Alfred is going to have a bigger role than every any Alfred you've seen before. You're not going to put Andy Circus in a role. Yeah. They're going to give him, him a just, ring. <laughs> yes. They're going to give him a ring and he's going to turn into a golem. A he's golem. just going to be petting Robert Pattinson asleep, calling yeah. him his precious. Yeah, and he's going like, to cough a lot. My precious. Nasty Jokers. Oh, man. I forgot how good that movie is. I don't know if you watched that. 
That's weird. But um, hopefully he makes none of those noises. I hope he makes all of them. See, but you haven't seen, you haven't watched Gotham, so you haven't seen. I haven't seen all of it. That guy he's is a good, Alfred. He's a great Alfred. And you, has anybody watched Pennyworth? Oh, no, Pennyworth I like here. that guy. I haven't watched. I haven't Pennyworth, watched Pennyworth. No. Yeah, I'm really excited about Andy Serkis. He's a phenomenal actor. He's incredible in a mocap suit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he plays a great gonna, monkey. Yeah, yeah, he plays a great Caesar. Yeah, maybe they're gonna put him in a mocap suit he's and a make Caesar. him Caesar. The digital stop that. <laughs> there's another one. Uh, there's a, a girl cast, Jamie Lawson, as Bella. So, okay. this I don't know that is. nobody really does, but the speculation is that it's the chick from Twilight. Uh, no, 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 yes, more Twilight. Isn't her name Bella? Yeah, yes, it was. The I ma- got that right. Yeah, there's yeah, a, be- yeah. there's a Bella it. in Twilight, but uh. The speculation is is that they're just throwing this name out, Bella, as a like a throwaway name. Oh. But they're saying that Jamie Lawson is actually going to be Commissioner Gordon's daughter oh. and be Batgirl. Here's my question. Who's playing Fish Mooney? <laughs> Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Jada. Or the chick J- with, the, the, chick with the whip. What's that girl? I like that girl. Oh, um, I don't know the girl with the whip, but... Don't even bring that name up. That's what threw me off of Gotham. That's why I didn't want to watch it anymore. I'm here, guys. Because I I'm hated on Broadway. <laughs> I hated that. It's the most character. overacted character. I Fish hated Mooney. it so bad. You gotta just. She yeah. was great though. You, you just gotta, gotta you tough gotta it out. Deal and with her. Eat yeah. the bad character. Yeah, How do. long is she in the show? A lot. Two, three seasons. No, but then she comes back from the dead. That, for like another season. I know that. I mean, so I saw her die. And then I saw her come back. Yeah, she's probably in three. She's she's in every season. There's only five or six. She's not in all of them. She's not in the last two, but so she's in four seasons. So did you finish it yet? Actually, I haven't finished the newest season. This last one, no. Because you guys talking about the Joker, the podcast about the Joker. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear about it. We didn't even bring him up. Yeah, it's not worth. But discussing. it's but see, you guys haven't seen. I it, know so it's, it's not him. It's they I get it. They go through both all the aspects of all the Joker stuff that you guys talked about. I mean, they throw with in that person. His face is gone, and he's walking around without a face, and he staples the face back on. But but it's I not mean, the Joker. Do you guys want me to tell you about it? No, no, no. All right. I don't want you to because I will watch it. I guarantee you, I'll watch it. Because they they twist it and then they make it. But where they, it's but they were legally bound to say that it's not the Joker, and I don't understand how you can. The girl next door. Do that. That's that, the movie that, Paul Dano's in. That's what I was thinking too. He was he's the dorky the girl next door. Yeah, the dorky right. guy that's I love that movie. Giant. Really what movie. was the girl's name? Because I was like had a huge oh, crush on her. It wasn't um, Eliza. No, it wasn't Eliza Dushku. It was uh goddamn, what was her name? Alicia. And the newcomers, he was in that too. Uh about oh, yeah. it was oh, let me look it up. I'm almost there. Boy, she's She's a good-looking girl, you know. Yeah, I watched this movie a lot as a child. So how do you <laughs> how, how do you guys feel about Robert Pattinson? Uh, I'm in, man. I'm in too. It, it was um, uh, I'm in. I'm in with Elijah Elisha Cuthbert. Yes, that's what I was going to tell Elisha you. Elisha Cuthbert, Emil Hirsch is the guy that's in that too. He's really good. Mm-hmm. He should be in more stuff. If you guys ever watched the movie Twenty One with Kevin Spacey? Yeah, oh, yeah, He's yeah. In that. That's, that's a, a good movie. That's a good movie. 
Timothy Oliphant was in that movie. I forgot about that. Yep, he's the he pimp. was. Yeah, or he the was the like, porn director. Yeah, I don't the director know or whatever. Um, Olivia Wilde was in that too. Wow, that was a big like uh, big cast. Hmm. Of probably at the time they were relatively unknown to most of them. Yeah. Um, the girl next door talk. That's been uh, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but he was also in Lords of Dogtown, Emil Hirsch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. And Speed Racer. Yeah. Go Speed Racer. I never saw Go that. Go Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. He was Go. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, too. I need to see that. I haven't seen that yet. I need to see that, too. Oh, I was going to sing a song for you guys tonight. Okay. Well, we'll do that after. Who? We'll do some, uh, uh, what do you call it? Watch your watching. Snarf talk. Uh, Snarfy Oki. Snarfy Oki. All right. But mine's not really Snarfy Oki okay. in I'll, a sense. It's more of a, well, we'll get to it. Did you make but up the song? we have to do it tonight. Is it made up? Or? It's not made up. A man actually sang this song. His name is John LaJoy. Sure people got And um, <laughs> I'm going to recite it for you later because it's good. And I sang it to my child tonight because of a certain reason. We'll talk about it later. Okay. So, we have so much to do, guys. I know. So let's do the top 10. Let's get into it. Well, I think we should do what we're watching first. Oh, you do? Okay. And wrap up with the top 10. Okay. We got to keep them short, though, guys. We can do that. Alex, the, you're up first. The what you're watching? Yes. Okay. So I know I've told you, but over the last two years, I have watched just a ridiculous amount of shows. But current stuff that's on, um, Arrow, Flash, because it's the, Flash, end, the end of stuff. So I haven't uh, watched this season at all, or no. last season. I'm too behind. That's... I uh, I am too. I'm I'm. Oh, I haven't you, you watched any of last season Flash. Well, it's because I've been Flash, waiting but... for it to come on to Netflix. They're on Netflix. They are, are they now. Yes. Okay. Well, then I can. It's like every October they put out the new season, right? Yep. I just yeah. I was waiting because I my DVR. No, it's as soon as the season ends, it comes out on Netflix because they made a new. They had a new contract come out. Well, I always DVR those shows, but, but what happened is my DVR filled up and some somehow they got deleted off there. So I lost like two shows in the interim, and then I got pissed because I didn't want to figure it out. So I just deleted all of them. So we can't talk in too much in depth. On no, that. that's fine. That's fine. Um, so there's a new show on Fox called Prodigal Son. It's probably not up your guys' alley, but Prodigal Son. So it's it's Michael Sheen. From Good Omens. Love that guy. And that guy's great. And I watched Good Omens. That was a great show. Um, but he plays a serial killer who gets arrested. And then it's all about his son grown up is in. Oh, I saw the he, ad for that. He's, he's a cop. Yeah. Or he works for the, the police. But isn't he a serial killer too? It, it hasn't been determined yet. Oh, okay. But like it, right now it's all about him because he's got like PTSD. Why and is that not up my alley? Well, you guys don't like horror. I like stuff. Dexter. Dexter's I love Dexter's Dexter. top five shows for me. I don't know about that because it just fell off the it did. fucking map the last three seasons. But yeah. season four Terrible. with John, uh, John Lithgow is oh, awesome. So we got and crickets. Also, what are you doing over there? I'm sorry. I'm looking at Netflix. <laughs> also the one uh, with uh, what's the guy from NYC uh, PD Blues? Jimmy Smith? No. Um, Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. No, that's yeah, not who it is. It's Lou Diamond Phillips okay. in Prodigal Son. Um, was, no, Jimmy Smith's in Dexter. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Smith's in Dexter. Yeah. yeah, that was like season two or season three. Yeah. But anyway, 
So I've been watching that. But then his sister was so annoying. Yeah, it's one of those things you just ignore. She was so annoying. Um, I started a show called Vikings. I've heard good things. It's actually, really, really Dude good. Dude told us about that show. Vikings, actually. like that was on the History Channel? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the first season of that. I haven't watched it's any all, more than that. They're all on Prime. Oh, they are? Yeah. Yeah, they are. My dad, my dad, my dad just started watching that. He There's so that many people it. that it's watch that really show good. that love it. Yeah. yeah, it's really, really good. I would say, other than Sons of Anarchy, which is constantly like touted by every single person I know about, like that's the show you want to watch. The second most that I hear is Vikings. Yeah, I would agree. And There's so many people that have told me to I've watch. I've never all watched of either one of them. So Sons was good. Sons is. Gets I watched the, the first same. season and I was just kind of like, okay, I it, get it. It starts to just kind of trail off and they they ended it okay all i can think of is that when i see charlie hunnam is uh undeclared i don't even know that that's the seth rogan when they're in college it's oh. a tv show that judd apatow <laughs> did it was like the follow-up to it was a sequel to freaks and geeks oh okay but uh it was i didn't yeah. even know he was oh. in that yeah he was in it he was our doormate he was he had any he, he kind of has you know how he has that weird like Australian, almost lispy accent. I don't know if you've heard him in a real interview. Mm-hmm. He's got like an odd voice, but it's not just an Australian accent. He's got well, he's like English. a speech impediment. No, he's Australian. Is he English? Either way. Whatever. Um, So he's really good in that Guy Ritchie uh, King Arthur movie. Yeah, I like that movie. That a movie lot. rocks, man. I um, wish they would. I was so pissed at the end of that movie that they were never going to make another movie because it got so it shit. bombed. Yeah. yeah. So I watched The Boys, Carnival Row, Good Omens. You can't just gloss over those. That's well, so good. I mean, you, but we've you talked about it. Right. Yeah. That's why I'm just going quick. But Carnival Row, how about it, man? It, it's it's weird, but it's up my alley. I'm into the Isn't thing. it so good? good? I, I like it's the funny fantasy that, that genre. Out of those three, what was the third one you said? The Boys, Carnival Row, and what was the other one? Good Omens, I think. Okay. I three of those are like, honestly, they got to be on the top of the list of some of the best shows ever made. But of all, you said all those three in a row, and the first one I keyed in was Carnival Row. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, yeah, I love that show. But I, I mean, Good o- Good Omens was so great, and especially because of the cast, dude. He's not here. You're killing me, dude. <laughs> Be present in the conversation. I am Jerry. very. Uh, Keep no. going. Good Omens was so good. I loved it. Um, David Tennant and Michael mm-hmm. Sheen. But um, Carnival Row, man, that just. It was amazing. Something about it just grabbed me. And the, the boys I really like, liked, but I was more critical of the boys than you were. Than you were. I loved the boys. I and thought I it was good. It was a good watch. It's but guaranteed for a second season now. It didn't um, suck me in as much as... I think they came out with a teaser for that. You know what's already no guaranteed idea. for a second season, even though it hasn't come out yet? The Witcher. Yes. I saw that. I saw it was it's guaranteed gonna for really that. It's going to be really good. You think so? It's going to be really good. Have you played the game? I have. It's basically a movie. I mean, that is going to be a good, good, good show. I don't think so. I don't like the casting of uh, What's His Nuts as Geralt. Uh, uh, who is the casting? I don't even know. What? How is what's the, the, the Superman? Who played Superman? Oh, it's Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill. Great, man. Mm, I don't think he looks right. Okay, anyway, go on. Um, have either of you watched Altered Carbon or Frontier? I started Altered Carbon. I did too. I started watching Altered Carbon. At the recommendation of my friend Vic, uh, who listens to the podcast, I hope. Um, uh, I liked it a lot. Pagoda watched Altered Carbon and told me to watch it, and I watched... I don't think I finished it. I watched 90% of it, and I, I... 
enjoyed it a lot, but I never did finish the it. The problem I had with it as uh, me and Marley were watching it together, and it was one of those shows mm-hmm. no, that I know what you mean. she wanted to watch, but she only ever watches one episode, and then she could never, she'll never watch another one. But she won't let me watch one. I did not I watch. We were watching that together. Kind of like Jack Ryan, which I'm trying to watch right now. I oh. still haven't started the I second have, season of Jack Ryan because either. Amy has I watched the first episode, so and it fucking rocked, I man. didn't watch the first it's episode. It's so good. Yet. So anyway, Frontier, I have not seen. Uh, Amy started Frontier the other day. I've never watched it because it was widely pandered as not good. I actually enjoy it. Because I immediately, I think this is a downfall of mine. I was searching, like, if it was any good, basically. Like, oh, I was I looking I for that. reviews. I looked at reviews on it, and a lot of people didn't care for it. But I think it looks awesome. Yeah. I just... What's it on? Netflix. Netflix. I just... Never for, heard of it. For, oh, is that the one with uh, Jason... Momoa. Momoa. It's, it's all been about, on there for a long it's all time. About, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. in the third or fourth season. I watched season. the couple, first couple episodes of that. I, it was not good. Oh, no? I, I like it. But see, I don't... I Chris is like the Mark Bernard no, of the show. See, though. me, I just want to be able to... I want to turn my brain off yeah. and just sit there. And plus... We're That's why I watched yeah, I'll get you another one. I need another uh, fist miss. You want me to fist here? Let me fist it. So, like, I don't know. Working swing shift. I need something to watch because like, summertime there's not new shows on. Yeah, yeah. No. So I just yeah. that's the problem. Start now is, rolling uh, into something. There's so many shows on now. It's hard to keep up. Um, so. And the last thing okay. is Supernatural, and if you guys haven't watched, I've never watched Supernatural. Here's guys, the deal: I don't even. Want to we talk we to don't. You. Okay, I'm leaving. We're gonna do a whole episode on Supernatural because I know how big of a fan you are. I've watched it twice. Yeah, you, La- and, last and year it's I like went what through, twenty seasons. Uh, this is the fifteenth and final season. Last 15th. year is it the fifteenth? I, I watched it's like long. Run, I right? watched all thirteen seasons and stayed current with the fourteenth season in like. Three and a months. bunch of them are like 22 episode seasons, right? They're all like maybe like two or there was a writer strike or something. But yeah, they're all 22 episodes. Wow. And they're, they're hour long episodes. There's like 400 episodes. <laughs> I watch a lot of shows. Holy crap. Which is the, that's that's impressive. I mean, that show's been around a long time. Obviously, 15 seasons. Think about it. That show came on like the same time as Smallville. Yeah. And Smallville ran like 10 seasons. And it's still going. <laughs> Supernatural is still going. In my opinion, the way it is, it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets like the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Hmm. I've Basically. watched some of it. I mean, but a long time ago. Right. Like when and it was first on. Trust me, they're not all good. And, and seasons kind of... Things don't have to be good to be good. Like I remember one of my favorite shows of all time is Farscape. And it was like that. a it was a Jim Henson produced show from like the nineties. Oh yes, I do and remember. It was that. all in space with puppets. You you've it's talked about that multiple a times. Good show. It's so good. Everybody should watch it. But it is like not good. Good. Right. No, but I know what you mean. The writing's really good. Like I don't know. Like every show doesn't have to be perfect. No. What What have you watched? Uh, I, do you got any others? No, that I'm done. I've watched, uh, and I'll skim through it, because mine are shows that I'm just starting. Yeah, mine's um, very quick. His Dark Materials, I started on HBO. You did. Yeah. And uh, I did see, uh, I saw the movie Golden Compass. I've never read the books. I The um, movie, I like the movie Golden Compass. I the movie Compass. was fine, but I didn't really remember it. Um, the show I'm really enjoying. 
Okay, um, I need to watch that. I, that that there's, intrigued me. There's been two episodes. The production value is really good. Um, the acting is really good. Um, what's the guy um, from Split? James McAvoy. Oh yeah, is so good. He's a very good actor. Which we haven't talked about. I watched Glass. That's oh I'll, you did. I'm gonna put it on my list. Um, anyway, I watched His Dark Materials, but there's only two episodes. I won't go into in depth because we'll wait till like the se- se- season. Yeah, over. but so. it's definitely something to watch. Okay, because um, I was looking into that. I never did watch it. I yet, always but. was intrigued by that because, like, I personally like I'm not a religious person. And like that was billed as like the anti Chronicles of Narnia, right? Which was a very religious book series. Yeah, this was like considered like the not you know opposite of that. And so it's always uh, been of interest to me. But I think it was a little. It was either a little. I don't know when the books came out. I might have been a little young. I'm not sure. Um, they came out in the '90s, but anyway. Um, so that's really good. Uh, I've been watching Watchmen. A lot. I haven't watched any of it yet. So, uh, well, I mean, besides the, you first, the two first two episodes, episodes, two, first two. So there's been only one more, I think, since then. I think there's three. Okay. Or no, there's four. Um, the third episode is freaking awesome. Okay. Um, the the first one was bad. The second one was better. The third one's great. The fourth one, um, I have not finished. I fell asleep twice. Oh. But the third one is so good that it makes me interested. And the fourth one, the title of it is, um, I need to find the title. It's basically like something along the lines of, if you don't like my story, write your own, is the name of the title. Really? Of the episode. So like, it's almost like he knew, Damon Lindelof right. knew that he was going to catch shit for the show oh and wrote it into the title of the show. No it's kidding. interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the third episode um, is really when I think it takes a turn to the interesting. Don't um, get too deep into it. Okay. I'm just saying I they bring back it. a lot of the old original Watchmen Good. characters. Um, and is they, it a flashback episode? No. No. They okay. bring back those characters legitimately into the fold. And they wow. do a lot more with Ozymandias, um, with Good. Jeremy Irons' character. Yep. yep. And that's really interesting. I freaking love Jeremy Irons. And... Um, I think what you kind of come to realize is that where they start off this show in the first and second episode kind of with um, uh, it's becoming the backdrop for a larger thing. Yeah, it's got to be a bigger thing. It is. And uh, it's like enormous thing because that's that's what I've always thought that there are things going on that they haven't explained yet. Uh, There are there's a lot to not like here. I'm just going to say that out front. But like. Damon Lindelof, like he's he, he's a good writer. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of interesting threads, and That's, there is this one scene in the third episode where this big main character um, comes back. Um, she's an FBI agent, and she approaches uh, Regina King's character. Yeah, um, and she basically like threatens her significantly. She's like, "I know," and it's about the chief, right? Yeah, she's like. I know that you were close with him and you know more than what's going on, what you're saying. And she basically like threatens the shit out of her in this really like ominous scene. And at the end, the Regina King character, she just goes, 
And then she just because <laughs> she hand, but the first thing she does when she walks in the the FBI agent, she gives her a cup of coffee and like tries to act all friendly, but then gets in this really ominous, menacing tone to her, and she just goes ooh, and then just dumps the coffee out. It's one of the best oh scenes gosh. of anything I've ever seen. No kidding. Like she does it. I don't know if I it came across the way I did it, but in a way like fuck you. Yeah. Like no, you the way can't. you did it came across as stroke. <laughs> so I thought she had a stroke in the middle of I'm the I'm going to say, it, it which gets, would be still incredible. This other character is so good and it's so ominous and the music and the tone is so striking that you're like sucked all in. And then when she does that move to just like throw it in the girl's face, you're just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's a good one. And that's a good episode. And there's some interesting stuff going on. The, the next one hasn't been as good, but I haven't finished it. Um, the other thing I watched, I'm watching Silicon Valley. Yes. Love that show. I just love that show. I'm caught up on that it's now. It's very funny. So I watched, we had talked about on a previous episode uh, that I needed to watch like all of last season Yeah, prior to the but one that came out. But very quick to watch. So I watched all of that and then I've caught up on the season thus far. It is so good. Yeah. I mean... Too short. No, so it is too short. And to be fair, the every season is the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing every every That's year. That's fine because the actors are so good. The Tom actors are so Middleditch, good. Thomas Middleditch and Kamal Nanjiani and uh, Martin Starr. Martin Starr. Martin and Starr the girl, is the, I, can't, I don't know her name. I don't know her name either, They're but she's so good. good. And the and the two guys that advise Gavin Belson. Yes. Are so very funny. good. Uh, all of them are their like very the incredible characters. It's good. Oh my gosh, you need to watch. Do you have Silicon HBO Valley? Yeah. And you've never watched Silicon Valley <laughs> or Watchmen. So my problem with Watchmen. Where is have you been? I did not like the movie. What? I I. This is nothing like the movie. First off, it's completely no. It's completely separate. Throw it out. It's a whole different story. I couldn't well, figure it's out what the fuck after. was going on in that movie. Yeah, and I've watched it three times. And every time it's like, I don't read the book. What's going on? I don't read. I've had a book. (laughs) I've had a comic book. Did you just listen to the list of stuff that I've watched? I can't (laughs) read, Chris. I've had a one book for like the last three years that I've tried restarting six times. What what book? uh, It's um, the dictionary. No, it's City of Mirrors. It's based on, well, they made a TV show called The Passage on Fox. This is your problem. It's already uninteresting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the th- it's the third. It's the third book in the series. Okay. So I've tried. Just read the Da Vinci Code or something. Yeah, Dan yeah. Brown, man. Oh, that, so there's good. a movie. I'll watch that. Angels and Demons. Angels and Demons. Again, is good. good book. Yeah. I want to shut my brain off. I just want to just. Mm. Yeah, I get you. I I get it too. I I didn't get it until I started working day shifts. Yeah. What's um, that? But yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so going on, um, I watched uh, the Gef- Jeff Goldblum thing I mentioned. That's it. I mean, really, um, the X Men cartoons I've been watching. Stump Town, I'm really enjoying. That's, that's what I, I need to watch. That. It's really good. It's fun. I haven't it's, watched that's any a, of that. A shut down your brain and just fun, like thriller. Good. It's good and uh, with humor. It's a good show. Yeah. So that's the problem with Watchmen. It's so heavy. It's so heavy that it's like, I find myself like, I see that it's on. I'm like, I don't want 
That's too heavy. Yeah, like I don't want to watch a show where I got to try to figure out what's going on. Mm. I just want it to tell me. Yeah. I don't want to try man, to. I don't want to try to grab. There, there is nothing that you have any idea what's going on in the Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. It is so crazy. It's just not making any sense. But I'm enjoying it a lot. So I only have two two shows that I've really been watching um, a lot in the last week. Um, everything else that I I have watched more, but we've basically covered it. Like you guys have talked about a lot of them. Um, but the only two that I've watched probably aren't on the spectrum of most people that they watch. One of them was World War II, uh, World War II Moments in Color, something like that. It's on Netflix. It's a new documentary that came out, and it basically just goes over each like significant part of the war that was like turning points. I don't know how many episodes it is. I've made it through five. Um, they're each about 50 minutes long, and they're all in color, you know. I'm super interested in that. I think it's incredible. And learning new things about like history to me is amazing. And uh, they go over like, there's one part that I watched last night. It was like episode four that they were talking about Midway uh, and like the fight that happened at Midway Island. And I had Midway, no... Midway Airport. Yeah. Well, Midway Airport <laughs> named is after named it. after that I know. that battle, and that's why they have a bunch of planes hanging you know in the airport. You know my favorite thing about Midway Airport? It's super easy to get in and out of. Well, yes. it's a great airport, but um, they've changed it now, and they've ruined the entire airport. I but don't agree. It used to be, when you went to Midway Airport, every time you got off the plane or on, there was a guy over the announcement speaker, the PA speaker, Yeah, and he'd go, Welcome to Chicago's Midway Airports. Any unattended baggage will be kept by the Chicago PD. No way. I swear to God, for years, it was that voice, and that was the voice of the guy on the announcements. And the last was time I went Norm? there... That was really good. Was it Norm from Cheers doing that? I'm telling you, it's that was the voice. And then a year ago, I went back there last year when we went on vacation, and they've changed it now. It's not that guy. It's a sultry voice now. Oh, my God. Welcome, Welcome to Chicago Midway Airports. <laughs> Airports. Any unattended baggage da, will coach. be taken by the Chicago <laughs> yeah. Police Department. That's how many heart attacks I make for you. That's a baker's dozen for me, Phil. <laughs> um, uh, World War II in color. What else? Yeah. So anyway, I just thought it. I think it's very interesting. It, I've learned a lot of new things about World War II. The reason it sparked me into watching it is because Amy was asking me questions about World War II that I was answering for her. And then I was like, man. And then I just happened to stumble upon it. I was like, man, I need to learn more about this so I can answer these questions more accurately. And that's what I did. Next one was, um, I can't, I didn't write it. All of this is written down on my phone, but it's a space show. But it's about, it's like, it's a documentary again about Mark Kelly who stayed in space for a year. And I think it's called the Martian. Uh, no, I, th- <laughs> I think it's called like, uh, it's like the man in space or something or in space for a year, something like that. You'll find it. It's like right in the beginning of Netflix. You'll see it in there. If you just type in the word space, I guarantee you it'll come up, but it's documenting this guy's, uh, like getting ready for space travel. It talks about like space flights, like space walks, all these different things, but he stays in, in orbit for one year. And, uh, it's just talking, it just 
shows that like him getting ready for it, him up in like in space, everything he's doing, the, the job that he was supposed to do to begin with, it goes on spacewalks with him and it gives video footage, you know, of the spacewalks. And I think that stuff is incredible. Yeah. That's cool. Like it is wild to see there was an outer actual, space and uh, it terrifies me. A documentary that I watched too, that I forgot about that was on Disney plus, um, free solo. I've wa- I haven't watched, I watched that yet. Last night, so Alec Holland is a guy that no, I follow. Alec Holland for- is from Swamp Thing. Alex Holland. Alex. Oh, it, no, it's not Holland. It's yes, like, it is. Calm. No, it's not. It's Alex uh, Holds. Honold. Honold. Alex Honold. Yeah. Alex Honold. Um, he is interesting, cat man. He's interesting, and he's he's clearly on- got like some form of. I want to say autism. But yeah, like, broad uh, spectrum. Issue. Asperger's maybe super interesting dude though. but he what he has done is one of the greatest feats in it's any athletic like human achievement yes any human achievement you can think of that man has done something nobody in our lifetime will ever do again I don't think watch so. watch this documentary there's a point in it which they start talking about free solo climbers and then they just start showing the pictures of everybody that's ever done it. And every single one of them has died. All of them. They're all dead. Because the problem... Except for this guy. The problem with free soloing is that all of these people push it, like continuously do it. And like uh, in a lot of interviews that uh, Alex Honnold has had, he says like he has no adrenaline spikes or anything unless something goes wrong. They did something in his brain. They did a CT scan of his brain. Like he doesn't, there's something wrong with his amygdala, which is the fear center of your That brain. makes sense because he said the only time he has any sort of anxiety or fear while he's doing it is if something has went completely when wrong. he's half a mile up on a sheer faced cliff with no ropes. No ropes. No parachute. He, nothing. He's on Joe no. Rogan. He it's go, insane. He, he goes on Joe Rogan. The first time I ever saw him was on Joe Rogan. And that's what's that got me into him and it was before this documentary ever came out and just on tuesday when i was looking through all of the disney plus shows i saw free solo was on there i can't and i was like yelling at amy i was like free solo i've gotta watch this i gotta see this finally it was like a year ago that i heard about this guy i can't recommend it enough it's so good and And it goes in depth into his personality too he lives in a van yeah he he's making so much money off of advertisements yeah <laughs> but he lives in a van on his own and he's and got all the, he does is climb a lot of the shows too rocks. about like he's got this girlfriend um that doesn't agree with him no she's cool man and she's very good looking very supportive but like she's a beginning climber she wasn't really a climber before she met him but she's climbing now and like he's like twice since i've met her i've fallen like the first time he fractured um his vertebra or something in the fall and the next thing he says is like uh so that i was just gonna break up with her and then he's he's like uh but she convinced me not to and then like they were climbing like a month later and he fell and like broke his foot and he's just like well it's over now (laughs) (laughs) he like doesn't care about human beings like just he doesn't care about anything except for climbing but anyway um they do 
continue their relationship. It's just a very interesting look inside of his life as a person. And then also like it's breathtaking the shots. It's a national geographic. Yeah. The shots um, that they got. Well, I saw a behind the scenes thing, like a making of free solo. They have it on YouTube. Actually, you can watch it on YouTube, but there's a making of free solo. I watched that long time ago and it's just about the people like the people that filmed it are his friends. Yeah. They're mountain climbers. Yeah. He knows them really well. They've been, they're professional. He chose those people to film him climbing, uh, Yosemite because El Capitan, uh, in Yosemite Yosemite, national park. Yeah. El Capitan. Um, he chose those people because he knew them really well. He knew that they could climb really well. He knew that they were going to do the job, but they had all said like, we're filming this. We have to prepare ourselves for the moment that he falls and just dies. It's done. They're like we the the, the whole understand. thing He's that climbing we had to this rock for. face with ropes. So this is these are regularly climbed mountains, very advanced, but people climb them with ropes. Um, and he climbs them with ropes several times. He's mm-hmm. he said he's done it like a hundred times with ropes. And he planned he out a course. Continually falls with the ropes on, trying to at, do this course. At, and then like at one point he just does it, and mind you, he does it in like. A flannel button-down shirt and yeah. like shorts and like regular. Sh- I mean, he's got no special gear. But at I'm, one point, at one point during this climb, there's a section where he has to jump he, from one rock. Yeah, but he did, I don't think he did that route. There was two routes, right? No, he did. Or I the, thought he did it. He did it with ropes, and he kept missing. He, would, still, he, he said he would only get it like one out of five times. But regardless, I think there's a point where you have to do some sort of leaving the rock face and grabbing onto another. There's a point where there's an, two options. One is jumping and grabbing a handhold. Yes. And the other is doing a karate kick is what he calls it, where you basically kick your foot out and like lean your body forward and it hits the next rock. And then you have to grab something. And then you there. have to figure out where to go from there. It's unbelievable to see what he's grabbing onto. We're talking about um, fingertip, finger, like he's using his nail and a, his fingertip. A quarter inch, he is grabbing on. That's his handholds. And you've got to look at his this guy's hands. His hands are, they look so crippled and like they're really thick. His fingers are really yeah. thick. His hands are big, but they look like almost he looks like crippled. Andy Circus. He does in nice. a mocap suit. <laughs> Thether. <laughs> all right we have to neither. move on this might do be we, over to our episode or we could just split it into two do we got time we could too um it's we're at one hour and 34 minutes so we could just do like release two episodes in a week no we can't all right it's gonna be a long one guys because we're getting into our top 10 top 10 holiday movies ever produced in the world now i know most people are like tuning in Ever. just for this and then they've just sat through an hour and a half <laughs> yes complete, <laughs> complete you, can't, you can't really you can't really break it up at this point because we started the episode saying hey we're gonna do this yeah that's true. <laughs> that is true um we're gonna do our top 10 holiday movies this is gonna be a, a big one it's gonna bring in all the fans I'm people got, love holiday movies. hey what are you guys thankful for <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm thankful for everything. And now it's before Thanksgiving, but we're this episode's coming out here, after Thanksgiving. Here is my question, Chris. Correct. There are multiple movies that have been released prior to the holidays, but are set in holiday times. I, In my opinion, your list has to be like movies so, that are about the Christmas. So they have to be about Christmas? The or theme of the movie has to be no, no. We Why said holidays. They? I when I, when we said this, I was envisioning that it was Christmas. Envisioning Hanukkah, doesn't count. Kwanzaa, one of those three. What about Halloween? No, it's Halloween's Christmas. A, it's, Halloween. Fourth of movie, July is a holiday. These are no, Christmas movies. That's what we're doing. The we're doing holiday, Christmas movies. The holiday right. season is Thanksgiving, Christmas. We're New doing years. Christmas movies. Okay. It's so right what before about, Christmas. What about That's movies? That's what people want to hear. But, they don't want to hear about Halloween movies. You're right. I do. Here's my question. What about movies that are set during Christmas time but have been released earlier in the year? As long as the point of the movie has something to do with Christmas or Kwanzaa or well, I've Hanukkah. Got two movies you're going to argue that I feel like are... They aren't necessarily about, you know, old Saint Nick, but they're set during Christmas and they're they have to be about like something about the movie has to be about let's just Okay, say then I Christmas. have one. So one out of the three Okay. I have is basically about Christmas because it it ruins Christmas. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um and then you also had questions about what can, constitutes a movie. Right. Oh yeah, like um, does it have to be theatrical release or yeah? Do like made for TV movies count? Made for TV movies, um, like like The Grinch or P- The Peanuts. In my or uh, Rankin and Bass. Rankin and Bass, no. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin and Bash, yes. That's got they're, they're two lawyers. That has nothing to do. With- I bet you there's a Christmas episode. There's got to be. Well, um, okay, but that's just one episode. Here's my thing. Okay. A movie, yes. So The Grinch is a movie. Peanuts is a movie. The Rankin and Bass. Bass? I think it's Bass. Those are bash. shorts. Those are like shorts. Okay. They're episodes, right? They're not on my list, so I just... If you want to put them all together as one movie, that's fine with me. I love how... What is it? Like Rudolph? There's Rudolph. There's uh, You're Frosty. Without a Santa Claus. There, I don't know. Whichever one's got the heat miser and... So Mother Nature. What's your number 10, Chris? Are we going? Okay. Number 10 on my <laughs> list of the best um, holiday, by holiday I mean Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa yeah. movies, is uh, Jingle All the Way. Uh, you put it on there, huh? I put it on there. Like, <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, I looked at that a lot and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Well, protect. I want to preface my list before I get too much more in depth in <laughs> I am not a Christmas guy. Me either. I'm not a... No, I take that back. I'm not a huge uh, holiday spirit kind of guy. I'm not into the music. I'm not into the decorations. I'm not into the movies. You're not into the decorations or anything? It's not my thing, man. Quick question. Have either of you worked retail ever? No. Uh, No. I worked at Value City, and Christmas music comes out like October 25th. Like two months ago. Till January... 
15th. The music I understand. Like I I completely understand people not wanting to hear that music for four months of the year. Oh, God. My thing is I'm not a big fan of even Christmas movies, but I had to put a list of my top 10. And again, these are our top 10s, not the best of all time. Correct. So my number 10 is Jingle All the Way. I think it's a fun movie. I like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like the fact that they're like, he's right chasing down a toy, right? That's mm-hmm. the main concept of that movie. I feel like Jerry needs a fist mist. Yeah, I do. Yeah, we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> Let's talk about fist mist. Yeah, I I'll do. I'll take another no, one, I too, agree. while you're at it. Fist mist this beer. You can give me whatever you want. I Alex brought all the drinks in. tonight. That was his uh, contribution. Yes. Thank you, Alex. The Snarf <laughs> Talk community. Um, my number 10 jingle all the way. Uh, Alex, your number 10. Your number 10. My number 10, which we're going to argue about right away because might not meet Chris's stipulations, uh, is uh, Gremlins. So Start, that was my it, argument. It starts off on Christmas Eve. And if you want to argue that with me. So the whole idea of the movie is that the Gremlins ruin Christmas Eve. They ruin Christmas because they come out. They like party during Christmas Eve, and then Christmas doesn't happen right because of them. It counts. Yes, yes, count it, it. yes it does count. I didn't put it on my list because I didn't think of it. But so I, of course I'll you didn't it. because I, you don't have the brain. Here's my thing: like a lot of people argue that uh, that the Harry Potter, one of the Harry Potter movies, is a Christmas movie because, like, at a period of time in the movie. He's at Hogwarts during the Christmas, Christmas season, season yeah. and they wear Christmas sweaters and they got trees and everything. Right. And uh, uh, I love that movie, but it's not a Christmas movie. Which Just movie? because Christmas happens during the movie. One of the Harry Potters. Oh. Doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Like every other holiday happens during that movie too. Well, right. So and I it's also it, not like that one singular Harry Potter is going to be on TNT between... December 1st and December right. 25th. It's There's Gremlins, though. But go ahead. Gremlins will be on something. <laughs> yeah. Between the They're 23rd making a Gremlins, and... new Gremlins, animated, right? Uh, on HBO? No. Animated space? I, I like the old school. I want to see a Furby thing. Yeah. I love Gremlins, but I never even really, honestly, I don't remember it being a Christmas movie, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. It's set uh, on Christmas Eve, and that's what I had as my number 10. Is that's your number 10 too? Yeah, uh, that's that's why wow. I, what I've been arguing about is that one of these movies that one of the three that I had is set on Christmas Eve. So I'm going to be honest with you. I made a separate list, which we'll talk about at the end. That was movies that happen in and around Christmas. Yes. But it's not central to their plot. Okay. Yes. So I have two other movies besides that one, but yes, I've so got two other movies like honorable mentions. I have we'll three call others. It. But my number 10 was also Gremlins. But the the main plot of this movie is that, yes, you don't want to get them wet or feed them after midnight. Which it's always after midnight. At it all is, points of the day, it's it after, after midnight. midnight. This is drives me crazy. I know. I've always said that, too. My brother and I have been in lengthy conversations about this. So what's his either, argument? Either way. I don't remember. I'd have to get in an argument. After midnight before 6 a.m.? I guess. I don't know. I think noon. I think 12 noon is the cutoff. Speaking of time, did you know that Illinois just just quit daylight savings time? No, they haven't yet. It went to the House. So Senate. Senate. No, it passed the Senate. It passed. uh, As far as I know, it's passed both. It's on the governor's desk. It needs uh, federal Oh, I didn't know that. No, it it just needs to be signed by the governor. Done. 
I mean, good. That's how Indiana is. So we're gonna smoke pot and we're gonna not but fucking s- go to bed. So at wait a minute. So wait a minute. We're like, gonna are spring, we gonna change the clocks back yes. then? We'll, we no. will. We will spring forward. Yes, in March, and that'll be the end. Okay, and that'll okay. be the end of it. It's okay. over after that. Good. Anyway, so and then I'll be even more confusing about what's after midnight. Right. Daylight yes. savings time. How does that play into anyway. the Gremlins universe? I don't know, but my number 10 was Gremlins. Your number nine, Christopher. My number nine is uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Huh? It's a good one. It's a good one to watch with your kids. I feel the same way you do. Do you know Jerry? this one? I don't think I do. It's a series of little shorts. Um, and one of them is Goofy and Max. Celebrating Christmas, it's really good. But Max doesn't want to celebrate Christmas. He doesn't want to celebrate. He wants to go with his girlfriend. He wants to go with his girlfriend. And then he finds out that he... That girls aren't all that's His dad's amazing and he's missing out. They do the Prince and the Pauper Mm -hmm. uh, with Mickey and Minnie. It's very good. They do another little short. It's a great, fun one. Gets in the Christmas spirit. Watch it with your kids. It's a very easy one to watch. I'm pretty sure my kids watch that in like September. Yeah, my it's, kids on, watch it's it on Netflix. There, or it's something. also twice upon a Christmas, but it's not as good as Once Upon a Christmas. It's a good one. You yeah, should definitely check good. it out. It doesn't I guess sound I like should. you've seen it. No, I haven't. The Goofy and Max one is heartfelt. Yeah, that that is. It'll I, choke a tear out. Yeah, of it does. I literally choke you, you till you. I tear usually up. tear up on that one. I'm not okay. Lie. It's good. It's a good. Says movie. the guy who just said he doesn't like the Christmas spirit. I That's like one that can kind of get you in the Christmas spirit, though. And that Prince and the Popper is a great story. Okay. It's a good one. Alex, you're number Alex nine. Alex P. Keaton, you're up. Number nine. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Because I think that that movie was a first of its kind. It's definitely a Christmas movie. I, it, it's it not, is. not the one animation that I've ever style had any in, interest in. Really? What is your problem? I just, I never watched it, first of all, until like a year ago. Something and wrong with you. I watched it with my kids, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get why people are so into this. Really? People are obsessed with it. Go to Disney World, and it's, it's like the number one thing. Amy and I wearing. dressed as Jack Skellington. And you would do that. We did. I dressed as Jack Skellington, and Amy dressed as the chick. What was her name? The Corpse Bride? No, that's a different I mean, that's, movie. It's but it's the same, the same character, chick. right? Yeah, it's yeah. the same girl. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. remember, but... She dressed as her. It was really good. We won the we so, won a costume contest. So I don't honestly. This was back in aught nine, with David Timmons. He was there. He's a Patreon subscriber. He is. Um, why do you like it so much? I just I, I don't know. I do. We'll talk about it later. I, okay. Like I said, it to me it was the first type of that style of animation and very. I mean Tim uh, Burton. Just Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Coraline before that? After. Yeah. After. Well, after. Well, after. Okay. Because yeah. I like Coraline. Coraline's great, but Nightmare Before Christmas came out like early 90s. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number nine, Jerry. My number nine is, this might be pandered, but it's the uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like the Jim Carrey version. The Jim Carrey version. <gasps> yeah. 
I love it. <sighs> um, you know, I, I do. I enjoy it. I like Jim Carrey's version of it. I like it's fine. Cindy, I don't like it as much as the animated version. I like the Cindy Lou Who character, and she became a lead singer of a metal band that I what? enjoy. Yeah. What what band? I'll Evanescence. Tell me it's Evanescence. No, it's if not it's not Evanescence, Evanescence <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Anymore. It is not. It's <laughs> not Evanescence. I recently it stood on a fucking pedestal the other day and said, "I'm making it known, Evanescence, that one song." <laughs> Bring, they, bring me to life is my favorite song of all time. Is that the one it's song a, you're talking she's about? She's really good, Amy Lee. Um, so the band's called. Oh, we're getting we're getting deep into Snarfyoki tonight, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> that song. Uh, the pretty reckless. The pretty reckless. Really? Yeah. She's the lead singer. Cindy Lou Who. Um, he, I, I listened to uh, twice now in the last month, randomly. Uh, Rod, uh, Rob Baker was on Joe Rogan. And I also heard him on another. He's like yes. the makeup artist. He, he was did all the Star Wars. He did all the American Fat Werewolf Beyond. in Paris. He was on Batman Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. He did uh, that suit, Jim Carrey's um, outfit. He did? Yeah, he did it. And um, it's so good. The studio hired him. They didn't want to do that at all. And he basically threw a shit fit. And he's like, he made up that suit. He's like, it ain't going to work unless it looks like this. They had some dumb shit idea. The studio. I don't doubt that they did. Um, I don't have a problem with that movie. It's fine. I, I like I, the animated version better, personally. I like the movie. I think it's really good. Have you seen good. the new one? Has anybody seen the new one? I have not. I have uh, not. The boys, I mean, my boys have watched it. I have not been in the room while they were watching it. I think that's going to be, I, I haven't watched it. I think uh, my kids haven't watched it. But it'll I, be a I big may, one for us this year. I may have seen like I've heard it's great. two minutes of it. And it's our buddy Scott Mosier, right? It is my buddy Scott Mosier. All right, so we're on to my number eight. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. My number eight is The Santa Claus. I love that movie. With, with, an, e, with an E? Yes. The Santa Claus. Um, I mean, that was like in the heyday of Tim Allen. I watched that movie so <laughs> many times, Chris. Yeah. Back to, back to the sitcom. It's episode. so good. Yeah, there's a huge heartfelt part of that Very movie heartfelt. with the kid and the. I mean, it's no jungle to jungle, but oh, that was a great movie. Stop too. it. We're talking about Christmas stuff. Was that Paul Dano? Oh, there's only one left. Um, um, no, but I like the Santa Claus, and I think it's a great Christmas movie. It really is. It is. Phenomenal Christmas movie. I love it. We will talk about it again. Okay. Number eight, Alex. It is a movie that the wife and I watched for the first time two years ago called The Ref. The Ref. Is that got Kevin Hart in it? I don't know. No. Dennis Leary. Okay. Like, I, nobody I, likes I Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. When Dennis Rescue Leary... Rescue Me is one of my favorite All right, shows. So it's, it's it Dennis Leary and... Dennis, so... Do you want me to give you the premise? Yeah. Demis, De- Demis. Dennis Leary is a burglar, and he's going into houses on Christmas Eve. A turd burglar? No. like is a burgle like turds? A, like a jewel burglar. Turd burglar. Did you know that that's the verb, burgle? Yeah. To oh, bur- I'll to burgle. burgle the shit out of you. <laughs> to, to burgle. <laughs> so I'm going to burgle this so house down. He, he breaks into a house, <laughs> steals a bunch of stuff. And becomes Jules. a referee? And he, no. So yeah. he gets, he's on the run, and he basically carjacks 
this couple, and it's Kevin Spacey, and I forget who, Judy Davis. <sighs> Can't watch that movie anymore. Betty Kevin Davis? Spacey. Okay, but no, Judy Davis. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's bad news now. Uh, whatever. He's a good actor, Hashtag though. me too. All right. <laughs> He's Hashtag a good actor. me too, underage boys. <laughs> Backslash. That's a different hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> me too backslash underage boys. Um, That's like so, a Brian Singer thing. But mm. little does he know that this couple is going through like partial is divorce. Brian Singer or Brent Ratner? Brian Singer. Let him finish. Okay. It's going through a divorce. I was listening. I didn't want to badly call out Brian Singer if it Thanks. was. Thanks. Thanks, Mom. Why do you care? Let the guy talk. Okay. Um,. <laughs> So their couple's arguing and they're about ready to divorce. So they're constantly fighting. Well, he has to play the ref hmm. and get them to quit squabbling and all that kind of stuff. Hmm. It's it's good watch. Okay, it's, it's funny. I'll have to look it I'll up. Check it out. My number eight, Polar Express. Oh, that is the worst movie it's not it's very it's good terrible it's not only is it terrible but my wife made me go to the stupid polar express okay. train in chicago well yeah and that's it was dumb the worst experience of my life yeah it's terrible that's what you're basing it off of no i watched i don't that like movie. the movie either the movie is very time, good i watched it for the first time anything with tom hanks yeah, in I, it what did you think about it really bad and the oh. animation is so weird it's because it's the first of its kind at the time I, Nobody had that kind of animation. Jerry, what you're having right now, I like to call it, a good dinosaur moment. That's fine. You're having a good dinosaur moment right now. To, anything Nobody with Tom Hanks Polar in Express. it, anything with Tom Hanks in it is a national treasure. No, and that's it's my Nicolas number Cage. eight. That's Nicholas Cage. And it's very good. Ugh. No. 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 I mean, I national love National treasure? Get it? Oh, no. Uh, okay. You guys didn't get the joke. That was a, da- it was that, a that, shitty that, joke. That dad joke went well I'm over my head. too good for you. Uh, <laughs> What's your I'm movie? too good for this podcast. What's your number seven? Number seven. Are you taking this podcasting show on the uh, solo? Are you just going rogue? We should take it on the road. It's funny you said solo and rogue. Rogue. Oh, wow. Rogue one. Road. Solo. Star Wars. My number seven is uh, Christmas Vacation. That's your number seven. I know people are going to have it higher, so we don't need to spend a lot of time with it. It's not one of my favorite movies. I'm not going. Why? Lie. I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan. Um, but I give it my number seven. Just it's fine. I like it. It's funny. I like Chevy Chase. I like uh, Randy Quaid. I don't like him as much as Dennis Quaid. Mm. Well, he's crazy. I kind of agree with you with the Quaids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I've never been a huge fan of any of the vacation movies, honestly. Um, but Christmas Vacation is not my favorite of the vacation movies. Well, uh, I feel like if your amygdala was scanned, <laughs> they would find a problem with it. Really? I know it's everybody's favorite Christmas movie. Head? It's just not yeah. mine. It's not mine. Like So uh, when I give you my top six, you'll understand. Number seven. Uh, get ready to fight me. Die hard. Yeah, I I don't buy it. It's not a Christmas movie. He goes to a Christmas party. So? It's set during Christmas. It's not about Christmas. Well, you well, know I mean, what? Gremlins I tra- isn't a, necessarily about Christmas, but it's set in Christmas. Set during Christmas. Yeah, okay. Well, that's on the edge. Die Hard's really on the edge. It is. That's been a widely been a argued... Di- yeah, it, I mean, you can't argue with me. It's, that's like a main argument every year. Yeah, every year. So many is people there say any, it is a is Christmas Is there any movie. point in that movie where... It's Christmas dependent. 
Yeah, twelve oh one after he defeats the Germans. Is he German? It, it's Christmas. It's the greatest. Alan, Alan Rickman. It's oh the, yeah, he's German. Yeah, what's the, his name? Hans. Hans, Hans Gruber. Oh uh, yeah, Gruber. it's I the greatest remember. villain performance of any movie of all time. Uh, yeah, I'll, agree. I'll agree. And beyond that, it's the first time probably ever where they take uh, except for the Joker, a Bruce Willis, who's like a huge movie except. star at the time, and then he just gets woefully overshadowed. By yeah. Alan Rickman and how yes. amazing so, he is, yes. and you actually root for the bad guy more than you root for the good guy. <laughs> Majority of the time, he is so fucking good, Alan Rickman. Yeah. So my biggest pet peeve with the whole Die Hard franchise is that they took this busted up, beat up cop. I don't know how many of the Die Hards you guys have watched, but I've watched all. F- so four, I've watched four. He's is just, there a fifth? I don't know. A fifth one came out, right? But he's just a normal cop. Right, he's a cop. And by the end of it, he's shooting one bullet at a helicopter and making it crash into 15 cars. And, like, jumping across rooftops. Yeah, like, what? No, he's not a super soldier. Die Hard number one is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah, set, set during Christmas. It's set during Christmas. <laughs> it don't make it a Christmas movie. It's on, it's on TV every Christmas. <sighs> number seven, Jerry. My number seven, Jack Frost. Okay. Michael Keaton? Yes. I love Michael Keaton. That's a good movie. I'll give it to you. It's a very. I don't care if you give it to me or not because this is my list. All that matters is me. Jerry. No, it doesn't. Do you want to get nuts? Jack Frost. I want to get nuts. Get, let's get nuts. <laughs> yes. I want to get nuts because Jack Frost is a really good movie. It's it, yeah. It's heartfelt. It's not in my top five. It's in the top he ten. He doesn't now. know how to work life balance, Jerry. But he learns. He learns. By, by becoming a snowman. <laughs> yes, he basically <laughs> just becomes a snowman. God, Christmas movies are so bad. They're weird. Um, number six is that where we're at? Yes. Uh, my number six is Home Alone Two. Oh, uh, what is it? Lost in New York. Yeah. So, um, underrated Home Alone movie. Really, really, really love that movie. I like the Pigeon Lady. The Pigeon Lady is great. She's so good. Donald Trump helps him. Donald Trump helps him. Um, he shows him where the lobby is. Yeah, he runs in and he's like, he's like, oh, the lobby's over it's here. Right over there. Um, also, uh, what's the guy? Uh, Tim. Uh, what's the bad guy in it? He's so good. He's in Clue. He's in Congo. Tim Curry. Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Tim Curry. I wish Tim Curry was in every movie ever. He's disturbing. He's so good. Um, he's disturbing. The parents are. I can't believe they let it's it happen sweet, again. He's just Jerry? a sweet transvestite. Yeah, um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, he's in, yeah. Main character. Um, uh, they just did that on Goldberg's for the they Halloween did? episode. I haven't seen yeah, it. They did a Rocky Horror thing. I, I like that show. That. It's a good show. I, it's one of my favorites. Um, Home Alone 2, underrated. Love it. I like it a lot. Okay. Is that the Sticky Bandit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Wraps his hand in tape. Yeah, smart. You're number six. Six. The Santa Claus. Oh, I like that movie too. Yeah, it was my number eight. Mm-hmm. What about the Santa Claus two? No, that I like. I still like it. What about like, the Santa Claus three? I um, like it. I have the whole box set. I mean, I, I've how many of them, them are Tim Allen in? Is he in all of them? All of them, but uh, God, he made a lot of money on that. I Santa Claus three has the um, Jack, Martin Jack Short. Yeah, Martin Short's in it as like Jack, Jack Frost. Frost. Oh yeah, I don't like it as much. Yeah. He was so good at Galaxy Quest. 
He was. It was a really great good. movie. Take it a turn. Super underrated. Alan Rickman's also in that. He is in that. Very good. My number six, Elf. Oh, okay. I everybody likes Elf. Yeah. Every single person in your the world. You, uh, you underrated it. I don't think I did. I might have it higher. That's fine. I I think it's middle of the road. Uh, middle, maybe middle maybe of the road Christmas. A little bit less than middle of the road. But like maybe in a six position, maybe just like one less than middle of the road. <laughs> um, it's a great movie. Everybody quotes it. Everybody yeah. thinks of it at it's Christmas time. It's Will great. Come on. Yeah. Five. Number five for me is uh, bad Santa. <sighs> okay. I absolutely love it. One of my favorite Christmas. We're in the top five now. So we're in the real time. Yep. Um, that's one I will watch every year. And Billy Bob Thornton is amazing. I agree. And it always makes me uh, tear up at the I, end of that movie. I agree. And it's incredible. Really great movie. I've never seen Bad Santa 2. They made a second one, right? It's not, yeah, don't, it's don't not good. Bother. Don't not watch good. it. Okay. Is yep. that Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. He is. It's it. actually the same kid, too, but the kid's all grown up. Okay. Correct. Not interested. No. Um. So, number five, Alex. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The but animated? The Boris Karloff. Is it Boris Karloff? I'm pretty sure it's Boris Karloff. Like the vampire? Like Dracula? No. Was Boris Karloff Dracula or Frankenstein? No, he Both was, of them. No, he wasn't both of them. Yes, he was. Uh, he was not. Boris Karloff. Let's look. He was uh, Frankenstein. Bella Lugosi was Dracula. That's why you're confusing it. Frankenstein. He did Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. And the mummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did the mummy too. Um, it was not Dracula. That was Bela Lugosi. Anyway, uh, the animated. No, he did. No, Boris Karloff did the Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I never said I... he didn't. I said he didn't do Dracula. No, but no, you, you were questioning, questioning the whole Grinch thing. Oh yeah, okay. that's where that started. Nineteen sixty. Don't give me those eyes. He did the Grinch. Uh, I <laughs> yes, he did. I put the Grinch on my. Uh, what do you call it? Honorable, honorable mention. Yeah. Well, you're silly. I like it. That's a good one. I like it better than the Jim Carrey one. I'm with you on that. I don't. I mean, my kids have watched the again another Christmas movie. My kids were watching like three months ago. Yeah, because it's on Netflix and they want. I know, and it's good. I welcome it because it's something different. It's not Toy Story, <laughs> right? Although Toy Story four, we just got trash. God, it's good. Trash. It's so good. You don't like Toy Story four? Oh, I loved it, but I was cracking up. My, oh, I my, get it. Now. I was cracking up my three year old son because he wasn't watching it, but he was like playing with his cars, and he just starts quoting the movie. He Forky. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I'm litter. I hate Forky. so trash. That's what we we got. Oh, um, Disney Plus has a new uh, Forky asks a question. Yeah, it's a little short three minute shorts. Oh, it's I good. didn't see that. It's good. Yeah, it's funny. Grant Grant started saying that the other day. We got Toy Story four as a DVD. Yeah, so do we. Um, and but I got uh, it in four K. Their grandma got it for him. Better than yours. And no, ours is in four K. Oh, I made that up. I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as we got it, Grant saw it and he's like, "Trash, trash," <laughs> and I didn't get it. At first, and I was like, "Why are you saying that?" How did you not get that? I just didn't think of it, and I was like, "Oh, it's Forky." Think of how many sporks are getting sold this Christmas. Oh my god! Yeah, a lot. 
Spork Industries. They're you genius bought, you, because they put fucking garbage together now and they're going to sell them for 30 bucks a piece to people like us. You shouldn't have bought right. stock in Disney. You should have bought stock in Spork. In yeah. Sporks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My Disney stock's up like 200 bucks. My it's number five. Crazy. We don't care about your stocks. I do. Bad Santa. Ooh, that was my number five. It was. And I completely agree with everything oh, you said. So good. Heartfelt. Love it. In the beginning, you think it's this like brash, like not, like don't take it seriously movie. You think it's one thing. And then they. But it's another thing. And then they wallop you. And it's another thing. They eat it right in the fields. And I love it. It's a very good movie. Number four, Chris. Number four is Scrooged. The classic Bill Murray. Ah, Bill Murray. Just gotta love it. You do. It's one of my favorites. I have and I will seen watch that movie. Dur- it to me, that's not a holiday movie. Like I don't. It is obviously a, a holiday movie. It is, but I don't need to watch that movie during Christmas. No, neither do I. Because it's so funny and fun. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, so I can't tell you if it's that good or not. It's that good. I like Bill Murray though. I watched it for the first time last year. It's like up on stripes level. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. It's really good. No, it's not. I thought it was good, but it's an honorable honorable mention for me. Yes. Well, check out Scrooge because it's great. Anyway, number four, Alex. Uh, Christmas Story. This movie used to be probably my favorite Christmas movie of all time, but as I've gotten older, it just kind of... I don't know if I've seen it too many times or what, but it's still great. I still will watch it at least once Yeah. around Christmas. But this is a movie that I was never watched much. Yeah. Was never allowed to watch. Really? really? Why? And what? they say fudge. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's just not one that I grew up watching. And uh, the by the time I watched it, I just didn't. I think you had to watch it as a kid. I don't know. I just never liked it. I've never been a fan of it myself either. Yeah. So you're wrong. So and am I on, it's my whatever. number four. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, number four. My number four, The Christmas Chronicle. Was that the one that Netflix was on? One last year. Uh, that was actually really good. Yes. Kurt uh, Russell. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Last year. Was that on good? Netflix. I never watched it. You didn't uh, watch it's, it? It's, it? No. That's a good. I heard it was good. Oh, man. I, I, I'm pretty sure Marley watched it. But I, I didn't watch really, it. really like. I really it. don't like Christmas movies. So I I try to not watch them as much as possible. I I've watched it probably four times, and it's very good. It reminds me a lot of the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I mean, oh. it's a it's a different premise. It's a different story, but it just reminded me of that feel, like that feel of movie. I like Kurt Russell in the role. If I think he it's if it was like Escape from New York. I'd be in. It's 100% Escape from New York, but him as Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I liked it, though. I agree with you. I heard it was, it, no, it I heard was, it was great. great. I just didn't, I didn't see it. I think it. it's very good. It, it was something new. It the was, kids it liked it a lot. Yep. Amy and I liked it a lot. Like We could all watch it. It's very good. I would say, Chris, you need to watch it. I don't care if you don't like Christmas movies. If You're it's weird. something that I need to watch with my family, then I'm out. Your amygdala. I don't really want to be around them. Well, your amygdala is broken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so um, that was number four. Four, right? Yeah. 
Because I, what was I doing? Christmas Chronicle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Your your number three. My number three is Elf. Oh, you're three above me because yeah. you always have to three up me. <clears throat> I think Elf is great. Um, it's fun. The humor is great. Um, I think it's like the world introduction to Zoe Deschanel. Oh, my ultimate crush. Your manic uh, pixie fairy. Was that what manic fairy fairy pixie? That's what they call her. She's like the original. That's okay. like a. Uh, it's a. Who's they and why do they call her this? Manic pixie fairy dream girl is what they call her, and people and other girls that act like that. Really? Yes, it's a real thing. I did not know this. I'm just. I just have a crush on her as a Hollywood actress. My wife knows about it. It's not a secret. So you don't That's mind the I commercial watched. when she asks Google if it's raining outside. I don't remember that. She's standing right next to a window. I don't remember that commercial. Hey, Google, is it raining outside? And she's standing by a window. Doesn't matter. Still my crush. Um, It's called Manic Pixie Dream Girl. I don't need her to be smart. I'm going to explain it to you. It's a stock character type in films. So she's like the epitome of this? She, I think she's like the original, but um, I'm opening up the definition on Wikipedia. Um, film critic Nathan Rabin coined the term after observing Kirsten Dunst's character in Elizabethtown. Okay. Said that the manic pixie dream girl exists solely in the fevered imagination of sensitive writer-directors to teach broodingly soulful young men to embrace life and its infinite mysteries and adventures. Yep, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Manic pixie dream girls are said to help their men without pursuing their own happiness, and such characters never grow up. Thus, their men never grow up. Right. That's me. I've never grown up like physically. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl has been compared to other stack characters. Uh, <laughs> examples. I'll give you some examples. All right. Okay. Love it. <laughs> um, that you would know because uh-huh. I can't find any off the top of my head. Um, well, Zoe Deschanel in Elf is one of those characters. Okay. Only in Elf. In though. everything she does, especially you, New Girl. Mm, have you seen 500 Days of Summer? Yeah, that's good. That's a good movie. Right. It is a very good movie. She's not like that. In that anyway, movie. but what the point so is... So I just it, proved you wrong. Elf introduces her to uh, you to her singing voice, which is amazing. She does. Yeah. That's the scene when you fall in love with her. And guess what Zoe Deschanel sings very well? Manic. Christmas music. Okay. She has a mm-hmm. whole album with her dude that sings with her. Who's her dude? Um, you I know don't, her sister is the chick from Bones? Yep. Yeah. Everybody That's knows crazy. that. Well, literally everyone knows that. Anyway, it's, new. it's a great movie. Um, Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Yeah. <laughs> great. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Mr. Narwhal. It's my favorite part. Oh, Bob Newhart's in it? Come on, man. <laughs> I know. Bob Newhart is Ed, what's his name? What's the guy's name? That's... Edward Norton. No. He's fighting people. No. Yeah. No. It's really good. Santa. It's played by Ed. Uh, Ed Helms. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wasn't he Dang also it. in Cocoon? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Bob Hoskins. No, no, that's Hodgkin's lymphoma. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> um, All right. So, Alex, you're number three. Home Alone, the original. Ed Taylor? That can't be right. Home Alone, the original. Yes. Chris, we're done with that. Quit looking it up. Fine. I agree with you. 
It's a very good movie. What is that? Your number three? Mm-hmm. It's a great Christmas movie. It is a phenomenal Christmas very movie. Very good. It's like one of the best Christmas movies. Yeah, one that might that be, I've ever be one of the best. It's oh, literally boy. one of the best I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So it might be your guys' number one, huh? That's something I <coughs> enjoyed. Yeah. So what's your number three, Jerry? Uh, oh, my number three, The Santa Claus. Oh, wow. That's really high up there for a 10 minute. I love it. I watched it all the time as a child. I was obsessed with it. I thought that movie was really heartfelt regardless of what you think. It is. Yeah, it's good. Because of the whole divorce thing. I don't know why it, I said, I never said it wasn't. No, I felt like you did. Okay. I felt like you were trying to slander me before you even knew I picked it as a number three. Do you know and how to dial 911? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I need to when I'm around Chris because he's always trying to hurt me. Um, but Succeeding, usually. I think Tim Allen does a really good job. The little boy, that little boy that shakes the little snowball, he's good. good I don't think he was ever in anything ever again. I don't think he got that line from the movie. <laughs> But very disappointing. Was good. <laughs> oh, what'd you say? Do you know how to dial nine one one? Is that from the movie? Yeah. Because I guess I don't. When remember Santa that. Claus lands on the roof and Tim Allen's freaking out and he goes in his son's room, he goes, "I'm gonna go outside." Do you know how to dial nine one one? Yeah, Dad. Nine one one. I don't remember that either. That's good. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Just throw this part out of the podcast. <laughs> what I what I really like is the. Uh, the elf, like the lead elf guy, he's in a lot of Bernard. Yeah, Bernard. He's in a bunch of different movies. He's good. Yeah, he's good. And he's shows. really good. That guy's in a lot of different shows and movies. He's a really good actor. I like him. Harold a lot. and Kumar. Is he in that? They have a Christmas movie. He plays one of the uh, like room roommates or best friends that come over get high. With oh me. well, he's good at that. Um, my number two is Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah, no it's kidding. So good. It's amazing. Macaulay it's not Culkin. one that I. It's one that I loved as a child, but I didn't fully like realize how good it is until yeah. like the more and more and more you watch it. Exactly. It's like the so older good. I've gotten, that's why I put Home Alone two on my list because like it's not as good, but it's like just the reverberations of how good the first one was. Yes, John Hughes, man. He's amazing. He is amazing. They just sold that house. That's a couple years they ago. They did. Yeah. It's in Chicago. And how rich were the was his was Mr. McAllister? Like what are they I doing? I don't know what how he did. How can you fly your entire family and extended to family to Paris for Christmas? I want to know what he did. Yeah, I do. I want to know. Just so and I can have, have that, that house. Home. I think I think he traded on the fucking Black Chicago Market Merchandise Exchange or whatever. No, he he like sold organs. I don't know what he did. On the black market. That's the only way you can get that rich at that time. They had beepers. Whoa. <laughs> Didn't they have beepers? Pagers? Pagers. Beepers. I don't know. I called it a beeper, too. Back in the day. It's a great movie. Alex, you're number Very Elf. heartfelt, too. Two. Number two for Elf. Alex. Elf. Not Elf. See? Elf. See, Jerry? Other people. Yeah. Get they get it. They get it. I guess I underranked it, but I just felt like there was better movies than that. This this is a movie that I watch every year. By far. Yes, definitely. Since it's come out, I will watch it every year. Yeah. It's a it's it's firmly embedded itself. And honestly, when I first watched it, like I never thought it would become this bunch of a classic. Like I just thought it, I oh, agree. this is a funny comedy. I didn't really even think of it that much as a Christmas movie, as much as just like a comedy. 
Yeah. And then it just cemented itself as a Christmas movie. And it it's has. Really. And I would probably put it as one of Will Ferrell's top movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that and Semi Pro. <sighs> No. <laughs> no. What's the one? Um, oh, semi pro. Or yeah, um, Talladega Nights, Step Anchorman. Brothers, Anchorman. Yeah. Okay. Stranger Than Fiction is my favorite. That's the one I was going to thinking of. That's the one I was thinking of. The other that's guys. that's my movie. favorite. Other guys is really good too. I hated the other guys when I first watched it, but it's good. But it's good. But when I've as I've watched it, like because it's on TV all the time now. Yeah. Like now I'll turn it on. I'm like, huh. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. But to me, it's that movie's all about Mark Mark Wahlberg. But yeah, you're right, though. Now when you think about it, Elf is probably one of his best movies. Yeah. Well, I still feel like Stranger, Stranger Than Fiction is the best I said best one movie. of his best movies. Yeah. I've been obsessed too. with that movie since it came out. It came out when I was deployed. I watched is that the it one where he has a yard sale where he's sitting on his yard? No. Which one is that? That's uh, Everything Must Go. Yes. Yes, that's a good one, too. It is very good. Which is stranger than fiction? What happens in that? So he wakes up and starts hearing an inner monologue, like an inner narrator <laughs> of his own life. And she starts, <clears throat> this this woman starts narrating his life. Okay. So everything he does, he hears a narration to it. Right. And then he starts to hear how he's going to die. Okay. And there's a woman... Alive in the world. Boy, I need to rewatch this movie. I don't remember any of this. Really? There's a woman alive in the world. She's a famous author who is writing a new book. And she is literally writing the book as she goes. So and it's at, like Delirious with John Candy. I don't know. Or the book version of Truman Show. So she's she's writing this book and he's hearing it in his head as narration. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And then she yeah. has to figure out how... Uh, I can't remember his name. Walter Crick, I think. How Walter Crick dies. And she has to write the ending to the book, but then she already knows that he's a real person and that it's affecting him. And like they end up finding each other. There's so much more. I think you're overrating that movie. Love it. I, I don't love think it was as good it. as you think. Well, no, I, I know it because I'm reciting it to you. I watched it so many times. Is it as good as Daddy's Home? Yes, that could be better. that could be a Christmas movie. My number two <laughs> or Get Hard. I'm already or Home. <laughs> get get, get <laughs> Land hard. of the Lost. I really like too. Have you got, I do really like Land of the Lost. Have you guys seen this Get is Hard? The holiday special though, and my number two of the holiday movies. Okay, is Home Alone. Oh. I love it. Macaulay Culkin has a podcast called Bunny Ears. I suggest you listen to it because you can really get an insight to Macaulay Culkin and that he's not. I don't know that I need an insight to Macaulay Culkin. He's not as weird. But I've heard him on Kevin Smith's podcast and Joe Rogan's. Yes. He's very good on both of them. And that's where I got into the Bunny Ears podcast. It's not one that I listen to often at all, but I started listening to him from there and it it brought him back to reality for me. Like he's not this eccentric, like recluse hideaway he's person. He's kind of a normal dude. He's very, very normal. Yeah. You need to listen to him on all these podcasts because you will get a sense of how actually normal he is. And that's what blew me away. Cause I thought he was this weird, crazy dude. He's really not. Yeah. No, um, he hasn't had like the child actor syndrome. No, he's, 
He's very down to earth. I mean, he's a little bit strange, I guess. He's very like woke. That's not strange. That's normal, Jerry. But no, it isn't. <laughs> and <laughs> it's. Wait, you ain't woke. I'm. Not, I'm not. If you ain't woke, you're broke. Uh, no, I'm that too. If you ain't woke, you're just asleep. If you ain't woke, you're a joke. What's your number one, Chris? <laughs> what's uh, What's Chris's number one? My number one is holiday movie. It's not even the best holiday movie of all time. It's way above all the rest. Okay, I can't drum so long. It's uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. A Muppet Christmas Carol. It's by far my favorite Christmas movie has been my entire life. It's incredible. Have you watched it? Then you know how good it is. It's okay. It's really good. I me it's personally, really good. It's really funny. The music's really good. I love the Muppets. It's great. I agree with you in some aspect in that. The music is probably great. I have enjoyed the Muppets. I've just never been a big fan of them. The Muppet never Christmas Carol specifically, though. Meh. It's really good. God, it's so chilly in here now. Hate <laughs> like the yeah. cold. I mean, Alex, I don't know how you guys have worn a sweatshirt. The cold, hard so hate that's right going now. on right now. I don't think that you love the Muppet Christmas Carol as much as I do. No. I don't. No. I don't. It's That's... the only Christmas movie I care to even watch. But again, we're going to revert back to Amygdala. You have a brain issue. <laughs> it's the only one worth watching to me. So go ahead. Go. Alex. Christmas Vacation. It's uh, the number seven. You're silly, Chris. What's your What's your number one? My number one is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. All right. Because that is the number one Christmas movie. It is probably widely known as the nation's Well, first of all, it's, number not as good, one. it's not as good as Home Alone. There's no doubt about that. I guarantee you it's the nation's number one Christmas movie. We're going to take a poll. I guarantee you. Of the nation. The nation's number one Christmas movie is, is not National Lampoon's movie. Christmas Vacation. I guarantee you it's in the top three. I think it'll be the nation's number one. We're going to take a poll right now. We are nationwide. I think uh, Miracle on 34th Street might make an appearance. That's silly. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life yeah. might be up there. I understand You're on the moon? I understand that those are movies and that those are things that White people like. I don't think they're number Fred ones Claus. anymore. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. But anyway, it's probably the number one. So, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is the overwhelming number one. I just don't think it has enough heart. It doesn't need to have heart. It's it doesn't funny. Need it. It's comical. It has but no need, heart. I need heart on Christmas. No, you don't because uh, you don't do like not. Christmas. You I don't like do any of it. Heart. In my opinion, this is just my opinion, guys. All right, relax. Um, I want to be moved. And, and moved. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, it's a funny movie. But it doesn't move me. It doesn't move my emotional center. It doesn't move the emotional needle. 
I feel like you weren't loved as a child, Chris, and that you are you going to say that looking, moved your emotional needle, and that you're looking for this love through movies I, that you just can't receive. I want like to you can't feel get things at Christmas, Jerry. Are you dead inside? I want to feel emotion. No, I want to laugh. Yes, and have fun with my family and be like, "Oh, everyone, look! The Merry cat Christmas. burnt the tree." Down. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. Is there a cat in this box? So your your legitimate argument is you don't want to feel emotional weight at Christmas. No, I want to be happy with my family. But you can you can be happy with emotion. Not crying. Like He's, Home Alone's an emotional movie. All Makes you want to do is cry. Tear up. I can't tell end. if you're more Margot or Todd right now. When his mom when his mom comes home. Yeah, great. Well, she also left him because she's a terrible but it, parent. It's just, like it's a tearjerker of a scene. She also sent him to the attic. The Muppet Christmas Carol like is tearjerker. She's like, "You ruin everything, Elf. Go up to the attic. You cry every time and live by yourself." Scrooged. He learns the lesson of his life. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm trying to find my number five. Bad Santa. Cry every time. All, all Clark wants just, to do is have a good old fashioned family Christmas. It's just a. It's a. It's a. It's a a shtick. It's a slapstick comedy. comedy. It's a slapstick comedy. That well, ain't that ain't like that. There's no emotional weight there, guys. What are you doing here? There is when he's watching the family. Videos. That's why it's a seven, not a one. It's no, a great movie. It's, a it's funny. It's a one, but it isn't a number one. It is. You a need number to one. be moved. You no. need to feel something. You're wrong. We're right. I feel happy when I watch that movie. Even if we are a two-thirds majority, even if you're it's so a two-thirds majority of the nation. <laughs> Both of you, you're superficial. If it's a two-thirds majority of the nation, we have won. <laughs> the guy who doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Christmas time at like all. Anything you guys Christmas. are superficial. Maybe I like it more than you. Maybe you do. Well, then you should have put it as your number one. Yeah. No, I, put, I don't I care about movies that move the center needle. Move it over. Which center needle? The emotional heaviness, weight, life. Every time I watch it, it puts me to happy. Yep. There That's, you go. I don't need to be sad every maybe, time I watch a movie. Hey, it's not sad. Maybe you're, you're being sad. Full. No. Maybe you need to go out. You're like, I need something that makes me sad every time I watch a no, movie. No, it's not about being I sad. Need to be sad. It's about, it's about overcoming. It's like, I need to feel something. Instead of hurting myself, I'm going to watch this movie. That's what you do. Okay. That's ridiculous. I have some uh, honorable mentions. I do, too. Can I mention them? I have two. Should we uh, alternate, or I just mention them all? One of them of mine has already been mentioned. Okay. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I have two honorable mentions that are Christmas movies, and then I have three movies that are set during Christmas but aren't necessarily Christmas movies. Right? Yes. Number one, a Christmas movie that's an honorable mention for me is... Um, I, one of them was Grinch, but I'm not going to go there. Um, Holiday Inn with uh, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Uh, boo, That's an old one. It's a really good movie. Um, I never even heard of it or watched it until I lived with uh, my one of my old roommates who I guess grew up watching the movie and okay. he just loved it and he bought it and we would watch it and get super drunk. And <laughs> okay. I, right. I ended up liking the movie a lot. Okay. Um, but better than that is I wanted to get it on the list. I really did. It's probably better than Jingle All the Way, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Um, it's an old, old movie that I grew up watching. It's called uh, Babes in Toyland. 
Or another name for it is March of the Wooden Soldiers. Yeah, I know that. It's a movie. Laurel and Hardy movie. It's actually on Disney Plus. Um, and it is a great Christmas movie about uh, Laurel and Hardy uh, live in this toy land. Yeah. And um, there is like these evil, I don't know, it's a great movie. Babes of Wooden. I don't, Babes of Toyland doesn't sound like. It should be a movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That, that sounds like a completely different no, type I'm, of movie. should be watching. But uh, they also renamed it March of the Wooden Soldiers later on, I think, because of that reason. Yeah, I know I've seen it. Yeah. It's, really good. I don't remember. They live in a either. toy land. Toy land. Mm-hmm. Toy. I think that might be where that song comes from. Beautiful boy and girl land. You know that song? Don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't um, anyway, th- th- those are my honorable mentions. A Holiday Inn and March of the Wooden Soldiers or Babes in Toyland. Uh, my movies that are set during Christmas that aren't necessarily Christmas movies are um, Edward Scissorhands. Yes. Love that movie. That is one of mine. Is that one of yours? Yes, it is. That probably could be a Christmas movie. It's I agree. really on the, on the line there. Um, and... Um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, I didn't have that. Is uh, a I great movie, movie set during Christmas. And all Shane Black's movies are also set during Christmas, like uh, Iron Man 3. Not Predator. Um, not, not Predator, that's right. Um, there's another one. But you said all. Okay. So you're wrong. A bunch of Shane Black's okay. movies are set during Christmas. Thank you for correcting that, Chris. Um, what's the other one that's set during Christmas? Um, is Lethal Weapon set during Christmas? Yes. Yes. Die Hard is. Well, he didn't... I don't think he did Die Hard. No, he didn't. He but did Lethal saying. Weapon, which is set during Christmas. He also did Last Action Hero, which is not set during Christmas. I love Last Action We Hero. all know, Jerry. You have the set, <laughs> play set when you were a kid. love it. it. I have talked about that multiple times, haven't I? <laughs> yes. I think they're making another one. Um, mine... Mine was going to be uh, Die Hard. We already talked about it. I I do think it's a Christmas movie. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, yes, is a Christmas movie. And the one I've argued, if you look back... Edward Scissorhands is a super good movie. Have you gone back and watched that recently? uh, Not recently, but I've watched it so many times. Very good movie. If you go back into the uh, Snarf Talk... Archives. Archives. Go to back. Go go to back. Last Christmas. <laughs> go to back. Go, go to back. Go mon, to gotta go back, back in mon, time. Mon, go to back. Go to back, back in back. time. Go to back to the last Christmas. Go to back, back man. <laughs> You're like a reggae singer. Last December, <laughs> December of eighteen, if you will, I have posted a picture of. Batman Returns. I oh, was gonna be I forgot about Batman Returns. So mad if you didn't put Batman Returns in there. I had it on my list and I crossed so it mad. out. Well, that's silly. Why because would you ever cross it out? A Christmas movie. That's because it is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas it's movie. Set during it's Christmas. Set during Christmas. But it's Oswald not a Christmas movie. Pro- Cobblepot. But there is a mistletoe scene, right? Yes. There's a bunch of things that revolve around Christmas in that movie. <laughs> Look up any top. 30 Christmas movie and I guarantee you Batman Returns will be in it because it's a Christmas movie and But it wasn't in your top 10? It wasn't. I wanted to put it in my top 10. The only reason I didn't you is were because You're afraid of me. 
you attacked me physically before the show. I've been abused by Chris I didn't do so that. long that I didn't put it in there. I struggled putting gremlins in there because I felt like I was going to be accosted. Alex, honorable mentions. Um, so two of them were Scrooged and Bad Santa. They're great movies, but they're not ones that I'm going to watch every hmm. Christmas. Well, you won't be invited back. I did <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they're my number one and number two. That's oh, why anytime okay. uh, anybody comes on, it's their last yeah, appearance. It's true. Um, Dude's the, been on his last appearance for the, multiple times. Other one, which not a lot of people have watched, it's a very poor rated movie. It's called Mixed Nuts, and it has Steve Martin and a very, very young Adam Sandler. Oh my God, I remember that movie. Uh, <laughs> It rings a bell. I know Steve Martin's in it, but Adam Sandler's in that movie? He he plays the ukulele the whole time. I remember that movie. I feel like that's his daily life. It, uh, Leif Schreiber's in it. Juliette Lewis oh, is in it. I love that dude. Leif Schreiber. Juliette oh, Lewis. Um, Lewis. And Yuck. So he basically he plays a suicide prevention hotline. That's right. And they're getting evicted. I remember and that. And it's all oh. about like trying to movie. figure it all out. And then there's the the lakeside strangler or something like that and they end up killing them right outside their door it, it's bizarre so it's, it's all weird. it's just set during christmas though right i don't know steve martin's got a christmas hat on in the in the it's yeah. on christmas eve yeah that's what it is yep i'm not isn't there uh beholden well, to your guys's rules ben affleck movie at christmas like phantoms maybe ben affleck's bomb and phantoms yo geely well i think we've reached the end have we? Yeah, it's two hours, 32 minutes. I think we'll call our quits here. But we're going to do a Patreon episode after this. We got time. Okay. We do. We have a little bit of time, yeah. We do. So uh, for this week, you've you've got the holiday episodes that we've finally... Thanks for sticking with us, guys. <laughs> we finally got it out to you. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, we don't have any... Uh, we, we want to get a thing... <laughs> what? A big thank you to Alex yes, for joining the podcast. A big this week. thank you to Alex. We don't have any advertisers for you this week, but we do want to mention patreon.com slash snarf comics. If you are listening to this Wait, I got one uh one advertiser that is going to give us a slice of pie. They're gonna give us like literal pie or financial N- pie? No, a slice of like uh pizza. Vagina? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. Pizza pie okay a pizza um, pie a pizza pie pizza pie is baba luke's oh baba luke's in oh. marseilles so i was um i'm a big fan of baba luke's and i'm a big fan of the uh, kaminsky never, family yeah the kaminsky's so uh molly sent me some messages and said like you guys didn't put so apparently she listens to podcasts often and she's like you didn't put baba luke's in there I for said, what? And I said, oh, for I'm, the best pizza. For the best pizza. Oh my god, that's right. And I they said, have really good pizza. I've never had it. So I have before. had it a lot. And uh, not that long ago, uh, Cash and Grady were on the same team. Yeah, they had uh, their playoffs in playoffs. Marseille, the playoffs. Yes, talking about playoffs in Marseille's, and we went to Baba Luke's afterwards. Did and you? And they were just closing, but um, um, go ahead. 
Nick's dad. <laughs> I don't. I was trying to not say names, oh, but okay. uh, Nick's dad was. Uh, he owns the place. Yeah, and uh, he let us come in and order pizza, and it was just super good. We sat down, we all had pizza. So I've never it's had a, their pizza. It, they've but... expanded recently. They've doubled the size of the place, so you can eat in there. They have a eat-in okay restaurant. It's well, really good. What she said was, and I'm going to make sure that she does this. She said she's going to get us pizza for us to review live while we record mm-hmm. i'm going to bring a pizza in we eat it they have really good pizza it. but like their main thing is like too they have like really good italian beef sandwich cheesy like, cheesy beef fried drink milk you're from like baba luke's territory <laughs> yeah you're the fr- you're the baba luke guy alex is from uh he's from the south side of ottawa ottawa he's ottawa. only like probably seven miles away he's from up baba over luke's. there in the ontario i, I work Two minutes away. Yeah, you should eat every day of your life, you son of a bitch. Well, why don't yeah. you? Because <laughs> that costs a, a lot more money. You son of a bitch. If if you guys get a pizza, well, sure, can I, I just I, recommend? I, yeah, a Jardinier Italian beef pizza. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's, it's the best of both worlds. I mean, that sounds that like sounds, exactly what I want. It's so. the best of the Italian beef. And you get the jardinera, right. and you get to try the pizza. Okay. Molly, we're going to see if Bob Luke's measures up to the old geos. And you're going to get a live review. I mean, in real time, we're going to tell you We're going to be like the, uh, what's the guy from uh, Barstool Sports? We're going to be like that guy. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. El Presidente. Yeah. I follow him. I know what you he does. You would follow him. You're such a douche. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> episode 52 was... In the can. A good one. Yes. In the can. I feel like the the last episode for your first year should be a little bit longer. It is. Yeah, it is. I agree. I agree. And it's so, Christmas themed. Buckle in and pause it if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks for letting me come. Merry Christmas. Sit back. Strap it down. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry everything. Merry hey, Christmas, and we're gonna, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. We're going right from here. If you like the energy going on, I do. We're going to go right into a Patreon episode. And we're all going to sing. So if you're not yeah. subscribed to Patreon, this is your time. Yeah. $5 level gets you bonus podcasts. Your time is now, now, now. And guess what? I just finished Harvest, so my now, full-time now, job for now, the next now. four months <laughs> has become Snarf Talk Podcast. Snarf Talk Podcast. And you got to get up in the morning and go get... Poof. Creating, yeah, that's true. Creating a new studio, creating a new studio, and finishing uh, uh, Jetpack Samurai. Yes, that's oh yeah, my that's focus on life. That should be I, that should be number one. I need two days to spread fertilizer, and then I need a week to strip till, and then I need a week to spray, and then I'm good. Well, that's silly. It seems like, a and long then time. I need two months to haul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's never ending. I need you're never going to be around, and I'm going to do all of this. So about, so about two weeks after this comes out, <laughs> you guys will be ready. Two weeks of equipment, or two months of equipment maintenance, and then you got guys for that. Yeah, you do. All right. So see you guys later. Yeah, for Snarf Talk. Uh, this join week. us on Patreon for our next episodes. Correct for Snarf Talk this week. I'm Jerry. <laughs> Chris. I think I'm Alex. See ya. See ya. See ya.